we did it to each other. Yes. Sounds like <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Recaps, the entertainment recap, where we tell you what we listened to the week prior, day of, or the day before. <laughs> I'm joined with my co-host David, who we're, I mean, we're both fucking hosts of this motherfucker. Hmm. Hello, David. Co-host, yeah. What's up, guys? Episode two. That's two down. Am I... <laughs> I'm blasting people's ears right now. Can they? You think they can see how cool I look? Ricardo I mean, Rick they... is looking very cool. He's <laughs> got my Ryan Gosling uh, getup, <laughs> kind of. I mean, from it's drive. really just the glasses. Uh, you're right. Damn. We're it. still in the dark, dirty basement, <laughs> and he's wearing glasses. So I it's don't nice. know how he's actually looking right now. I just don't know if you can see. So what you've been up to, man? Nothing much. Still working, working out all the kinks with this kind of stuff. We finally got two pairs of headphones now. The working. listeners didn't know, but last week we only had one pair of headphones. So I heard all the, the lip smacking. All that the, goodness. The deep breaths being yep. taken. <laughs> I can't say that those are going to go away just because I got headphones now, but yeah, like we can work it. on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I was literally listening to you from t- two feet away. Nope interesting it's a weird concept <laughs> uh, but yeah no nothing really just work um just got a new promotion so hey that'll be pretty cool it's gonna free up a lot of my time funny enough you would think you get a promotion you, you spend more. more time yeah you work more but my hours are going down so be able to spend more time to bring you guys some good quality content what about yourself man uh caught up on a bunch of movies uh detective pikachu yeah but yeah uh watch the movie drive yeah got did my my podcast homework yeah uh oh a segment that we didn't get to introduce on last episode was uh netflix roulette and i guess we can alter uh switch through different streaming services yeah i forgot the name of the app real something i fucking forgot i know i I looked it up like at midnight and sent it to you damn it's called like real good or something i don't know r-e-e-l but anyway it's a pretty cool app yeah you sent it to me and you can actually modify the streaming services so i set mine oh, okay. to netflix amazon prime hulu and hbo now fuck I just those are mine oh well you know i didn't look into it that, that much i will it now. still works out because the movie i got was a netflix one so we still <laughs> cool. both watch movies from netflix uh, but so, yeah, we didn't get to introduce that. But, no, we uh, didn't. We decided off camera. Yeah, so we're gonna do a segment, and you're gonna hear our um, the movies that we got. Uh, we both landed on. We're at selected. The end. By yeah, we're selected <laughs> at the RNG. end of the episode. But uh, it's we're gonna pick a randomly generated two movie, and then watch it regardless of uh, rating quality or anything it sounds else. interesting as long as, yeah, as long as we haven't seen it it's fair game and then we'll we'll t- or try to convince each other that our movie was good and we should why we should watch it yep pretty much so 
that'll get be towards the end we got a couple things we got to get through first though but that should be a pretty fun conversation we also the only time we're gonna do this because we're gonna do it on air so you guys will know what movies we're gonna get at the end so you could you know play along with us at home but this time we did it all off camera to the point where we weren't even in the same room so i actually this episode don't even know what rick's movie is and he doesn't even know what my movie is yet (laughs) so we'll both we'll all find out together at the end Yeah, anything I catch and you see, uh, articles, news articles um, at all. <laughs> the biggest one I'd say today, um, a couple big things came out today. Um, the Black Mirror. Oh, the Black Mirror. Yeah, Black man. Mirror season five just got announced. It's only going to be three episodes. It's but only three episodes coming out on June 5th. Yeah, I don't really mind that one though. Like three episode things, I saw some people were kind of upset. That is only gonna be three episodes, no. but yeah, I think it's I think it's just because of the the Bandersnatch Snatch movie that they came out with, which was like a, I guess true, like a very long hours, yeah, and hours. I mean, I don't know how long it was. I I didn't see it personally. I saw the shows. I didn't. Um, you didn't watch Bandersnatch? I didn't watch it because I felt like it. It was very daunting, you know. It was, mm-hmm. it was it's a lot. Like you know, um, there's the anime shows that I really want to watch, but it's like three hundred episodes, so it's kind of like fuck, I have to sit through all this to get to something good. Or I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. Yeah. I wasn't originally planning on watching it. Um, I'm a huge fan of the show. Um, Facts. But the movie itself just didn't really catch my attention. And then it just became like this phenomenon, like everyone was talking about it and talking about it. And then so I finally just caved in and I was like, all right, let me check it out. And I honestly thought it was um, okay. Banish that? So yeah. you, have you gone through all the endings or just... just I'm not going to waste my time. Yeah, I just got <laughs> the ending. Out. Actually, I think I messed up on it because... I said, I don't, what you mean? Did it so end it's like a, a it's minute? a choose your own path. No, <laughs> it's a choose your own path, and I'm pretty sure I got to the ending. Well, I don't know. So if you chose, essentially, it was almost choose your own path, but it was also kind of forced because if you did something incorrect, I don't know if the movie was supposed to end, but it always gave me the option to go back to like a vital point in the story. Okay. So let's say. I mean, it's been out for a while, right? I could spoil it. Yeah. So there's a point, let's say, where someone asks you if you're going to kill yourself or if they're going to be the one to kill themselves. They ask you if he, if you're going to jump or they're going to jump. Okay. And it's for you to decide. So being you the pessimist I am, I said, I'm going to kill myself. So I chose as the main character to jump off because I wanted to see what was going to happen. Yeah. And so you jump off and you die. Mm-hmm. And so it asks you, well, you would think that the credits would roll. Okay. So I don't know if that's technically one of the endings, but at that point it told me to go back and retry that part again. So like I don't know. <laughs> kind of. That's what it felt like. So I don't know. I never actually got to the role, of the like the actual scrolling of the credits. So maybe I haven't finished Bandersnatch. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I think I might have messed that movie up. But overall, the main beats of the story. There's not much too too many variations. I feel in it. So it's it's an RA movie. I guess it's a cool experience if you want to experience the uh, choose your own path. But I much prefer the show show or anthology. So nothing. They're not not one is ever like but so i mm-hmm. like that idea i think uh when you said you didn't want to spoil it i found that kind of funny knowing that it's like a bunch of different endings yeah you, know, you choose your own path you can't yeah. really spoil it i guess 
I spoil your ending if you chose this, yeah, this, and yeah, that. Yeah. Then you, you, know, you just got very spoiled. specific ones. Like, hey, guess that if you choose that man. answer. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I know a big one also that just came out. I think today, um, Rick and Morty just got their announcement date finally. It's one of my favorite shows. November. November. They said so. No word on episodes. I don't think. I'm assuming it'd be like twelve. That's usually what it is. I believe. Super hyped for that. Isn't that show like being renewed for like a couple seasons? Not just probably. This one. It's like a yeah. I don't a think. Lot. No, I think it has a few seasons. I want to say it's been. It has like nine. But I mean, it's a good quality show, and because of that, they take a while to release their seasons. I think mm-hmm. it's been two years since the last season came out. That's what we thought about One Punch Man, and so far, a lot of failure. I mean, I'm like in One Punch Man. I. It's. Funny. I haven't seen this week's episode. So I saw the one after Metal Bat, which was, again, filler. Mm. Honestly, I can't even remember what happened. <laughs> I'm trying to defend you, One Punch Man, but I can't even remember what exactly happened exactly. in your episode. So I guess that's not a good sign. Um, but I'm going to guess. Well, I guess you've seen this week's episode. So it still doesn't pick up, huh? No, it does hmm. not. Because that'd be now, what, episode four? Yeah. It, you would think, man, going into this episode, just like, okay, now it's you, you had one filler. Like it's gonna continue. Mm. No. Hmm. So that's three straight episodes of filler, right? I don't know. It's like uh, Saitama is punching me in the face with nothing but disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's ultimate move. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen that one. But sad to hear that you know that's that's filling. It's like. What turning into Dragon Ball Z or something? The very thing that's made yeah. to made fun of, like those kind of it's animes. It's taking as long as it... <laughs> <laughs> the episode is just as long. Um, but anything you saw out there uh, caught your eye? Well, just the fact that Disney is now uh, slowly taking over Hulu. <laughs> I think you mean they're slowly taking over everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> they're starting with Hulu. I mean, they've already had like a big. Uh, uh, chunk of it yeah a big chunk of it they've had a big chunk of it but now they have 70% of it with the the last 30% pending I think no I think Hulu is holding on to the the last 30 for I don't know how long but interesting that's crazy to hear I mean especially because they have their streaming service coming out I think they're gonna I think they're gonna use it somehow yeah they must be planning something I guess either way they win if they put like maybe they'll use it in the way that they use Netflix for like the Daredevil series, like maybe they'll put like more mature content no. on Hulu. What about that Star Wars show you showed me? What was it oh called? yeah, the Mandalorian. That shit is fucking tight. Yeah, that's I think I'm gonna dope. get the the I'm service. Definitely just getting for the that, service just for that. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have any rating on that either yet, so we'll see. Maybe it's rated PG. I doubt it because That'll you still see, be good, man. There's, I mean, you see the flamethrower and the. All right, if you guys haven't seen, there's leaked footage. So yeah, you know, yeah. if you're good Samaritan, maybe you haven't seen it, but. There's flamethrowers, there's punching in fucking stormtroopers helmets, like crushing them with your fists. So that's you know, or no, I what, I, what I've always wondered, how has uh, like Darth Vader and the stormtroopers become such a big villain in this universe when they can't even hit a target with the goddamn lasers? Maybe that's why it's PG-13 because no one actually gets hit in the show. Maybe, so maybe. Maybe. maybe Maybe they, I don't know. It's a good question. You would think it's just sheer numbers, I guess, right? They're not necessarily good at what they do, but they got With the bodies. Numbers so they can, yeah, they can hit something eventually. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I wonder where they lost their aim. Or actually, no. Man, I'm a Star Wars fan. I'm about to sound like a chump. Because I don't know. No, I think in the original trilogy, right? So there's the prequels, and you learn that there's clones, right? Then the yeah. clones turn on the Jedi, and they got their shots on point. I mean, they kill they a lot of Jedi. So those are clones, and I want to say in the original trilogy, the, robots, the stormtroopers. Right? The huh? Attack of the clones, that's where the robots are just like. Well, Attack of the clones is episode shit. two. But I'm talking about the clones themselves, the stormtroopers. Yeah, well, they're yeah. called clone troopers. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they're just clones, and they're killing the robots. That's episode two. So I think those. the the clone troopers turn into stormtroopers and then you know the original trilogy happens the death star blows up they build it the death star blows up spoilers for star wars the original trilogy um return of the jedi they kill the emperor you are literally spoiling it for me right everything else and um so then the new series the new trilogy that's just started since the fall of the empire i think this new empire that's coming up is they say it's like slave based like they they're not as clones anymore mm -hmm. so maybe now they suck at aiming but i guess in the original <laughs> trilogy they suck at aiming too i don't know somewhere between episode three and episode four i just want to know they started sucking at aiming how did brienne of tarth 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 get to this fucking universe or how did she get on a spaceship learn how to man a gun i don't know she's uh Witchcraft after Jamie dumped her, she <laughs> started praying to the Lord of the Light. <laughs> she fucking hibernated for thousands of thousands. Actually, no, because Star Wars takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, whoa. So, some shit, she's an alien. Something's going on. It kind of looks like it. Oh, it's fucked up, actually. <laughs> I love you, Brienne. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah we could talk about game of thrones too yeah i didn't even please. put that on the rundown we forgot wanna, to shit on it i guess or yeah, I guess praise it. it last episode i'm gonna shit on it kind of i got some stuff to complain about i might poop on it a little just a little bit curses kiss some some shirts <laughs> <laughs> oh uh last piece of news uh it's rumored that zach efron is going to be in the new uh upcoming movie for guardians of the galaxy volume three. Oh shit that'd He's be interesting be playing uh adam warlock adam which warlock. we saw in guardians of the galaxy 2 the in the post credits the right mm -hmm. yeah they kind of tease it as like a tomb right like yeah. the show and yeah the, i don't know much about the character i just know he's supposed to be pretty powerful that's all perfect all. or some bullshit like that Is but it? i mean zach efron's pretty he's a good looking dude <laughs> <laughs> Is that that you see me with my sunglasses? Did you see me with? The... I'm pretty, you know. <laughs> Could give him his run for his money. <laughs> but but uh, uh, his character, the Adam Warlock, was it was um, it was speculated that his character was going to be so, uh, um, someone who was going to fight against Thanos. Okay. Before Endgame happened, like this was after. So this um, Adam Warlock guy is a good guy. He's a bad guy who turns good. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. So, I don't know. It's not really. Yeah. I mean, I know. I'm just fucking. So he's a bad guy that turns good. So I'm. I'm, I'm so they probably wanted to work him in earlier. Mm -hmm. I was thinking. But now he's probably going to be the bad guy of this James one. Gun, the whole time. James Gunn thing. So that. Maybe. I don't know, it all worked out in the end, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Endgame was dope. It's fucking dope. I guess it'd be a little super OP if you had Captain Marvel and this and other Adam perfect Warlock? being. Yeah. yeah. But I think now he's going to be. I can see it happening right now. How uh, 
Guardians of the Galaxy is being attacked by Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. And now they have Thor, someone to combat, you know, actually fight this all perfect being. Yeah. And then somehow turn him good at the end of the movie. But I don't want to watch this movie anymore. I already figured it out. <laughs> I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Zac Efron, he's cool. Um, I definitely think he's really hit or miss. Facts. Like, he can be a really good actor. He's very versatile, I guess. But, like, I'd say majority of the time I don't like his performances. I think he's a little... Trying to hard? Maybe. I don't know. Baywatch. I just don't like people that get, like, typecast. I didn't even watch Baywatch. I didn't want to watch Baywatch. Yeah, I can tell by the trailer. I saw, exactly. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, uh, is, like is that a kind of a... Um, an act, an act that he had that he has in his um, portfolio, portfolio that you don't like. Yeah, pretty much like that same character, that same that typecast. Character, I don't yeah. like his typecast, but I mean, he's been in some good stuff. I kind of like that movie, the Matthew Perry one. Damn, that was a loud bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're still on a main street too. Uh, but yeah, I like that movie he was in with Matthew Perry, where he turns into a teenager and he redoes like his high school career. The fuck. No, I forgot what it's called. No. It's pretty cool. He's pretty good in that one. And most recently, I watched the uh, Ted Bundy movie. That shit was good, man. It was. It was alright. I wouldn't say it was like good, but it was good. <laughs> well, it, his performance in that shit was fucking amazing. Yeah, and his performance is really good. Story wise, no, story wise, because you don't. It was see, pretty average. Yeah, you don't really see any like action or anything. I mean, you don't. It, yeah, you I was kind of expecting it, anybody. but then you've seen all the Ted Bundy tapes and everything yeah. that's already out there. It's you the same know. dude, actually. The guy that made the Ted Bundy tapes is the director of that movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. I guess he's been My following fault. Ted Bundy's career for like 20 years or some shit. Is so he the guy I, who got the first interview? I don't know. No? I don't think so. Okay. But he's been around him for a while. And I know for sure that um, <clears throat> I actually listened to an interview uh, from another podcast I listened to. Mm-hmm. where he was on and his goal with this movie wasn't necessarily the story of ted bundy it was like his what the fuck's her name his trial his girlfriend no his girlfriend oh okay. it's like her story kind of and that's kind of what they paint in the movie shout out this podcast man don't be a dick i mean it's a huge podcast what it's it? collider live i have not heard of them yeah I'm gonna check them out I mean, it's this. pretty big they got a daily live podcast they do similar to what we do okay um except they're very they're older like, okay but they're definitely more tied into like the movie industry as far as like they got connections and stuff. So you can actually get scoops on that one. But uh, I know a guy who knows a guy. It's called Google. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's really a podcast. I like to listen to my work. Um, no, but I can I can see how it was. It was a movie about her. Now, yeah. that, now, now that you say that, or is it like, is it fact? That's what the director said, that it was a movie about the... Yeah, that's what oh, he okay. said. It was focused on her story more so, like well, how she experienced the whole thing. So, I mean, they do spend a lot of time where spend... she's not involved, yeah. so how does that was it her story? So but, kinda... but I think you have to get enough of her, him in there yeah. to also feel sympathy for her, maybe. But as soon as you said that, I can see exactly what you mean by that, yeah. or what he means, or what he was trying to execute, because yeah. I got it immediately now. But yeah, Zach. Gaffron's mm. performance in that was pretty good. It's tight. I definitely bought him as Ted Bundy. He had that same, you know, charismatic and twistedness. Also, it would work with Adam Warlock because all perfect being, all burning. True, you might be a little narcissistic. Perfect. Yeah, huh. yeah. So that'd be a good casting. So, someone needs to check uh, Zach Gaffron's trash man. He probably got some dead bodies in there, man. That's all I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> he got too into the character. He too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, is that it for news? 
I think. Or one thing I wanted to bring up, actually, that could lead us into Game of Thrones, because I think the next Star Wars movie after this one is coming out 2020, I believe. 2022. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we're in 2019. Oh, no. no. Yeah. yeah, 2021. The new movie is com- there's a movie coming out recently, December. I think, yeah, this year. Yeah, this one. And then we're episode taking a break. Nine. Yeah. Uh, Rise of the Jedi. No, Rise of Skywalker. Oh, yeah. okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> I'll be the Star Wars guy here. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the Skywalker. <laughs> but um, yeah. So leading up to that, whatever the next Star Wars movie that comes out, I believe is supposed to be helmed by um, Benioff and Weiss, uh, who are the guys that write for Game of Thrones. Is Brienne of Tarth going to be in there? Probably not, since Damn. she's in uh, this trilogy right oh, now. Right. It's Captain Phasma. I mean, they could, I guess. You don't really see her in this one. I really, you know, briefly, her helmet pops off and you see her face but uh but yeah so i mean what do you think about a game of thrones uh, my guess is since they're familiar with game of thrones is that they'll probably do like an old style star wars like the forming of the jedi and things like that and that's what a lot of people think too so what do you kind of think i, mean, um, I don't know how big of a star wars fan you are i'm not really i mean not because i because i dislike it it's just mm-hmm. um something that i found hard to follow mm-hmm. but i've seen the recent movies like uh rogue one mm-hmm. um what is it the last jedi or something the last jedi so there's yeah uh, force the, awakens the last jedi Force Awakens. i saw all those rogue one ones. and solo rogue one was fucking tight i haven't seen solo my bad i haven't seen solo okay i haven't uh, seen solo as a star wars fan rogue one the the, the fighting scene the, the war scenes she was tight. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Different uh, way to see Star Wars. You never really seen it like that, or it's like an actual war. So that was pretty cool. But I have my issues with that movie too, though. <laughs> not the time and place for that. <laughs> but as far as what I think about this is, um, I really hope that those two guys are able to do something with this, with this series, just like Game of Thrones. And I'm only I'm kind of worried because of the last season of Game of Thrones, at least to me, since I know that they're not following verbatim of what they're the, the book books. the books are. It's totally different, mm-hmm. and to me, it seems very predictable. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared that they're going to go a predictable route with uh, Star Wars, yes, with storytelling in Star Wars. Yeah, that's understandable. But as far Do as the feel... scenes and everything, I think it'd be tight to to see. Like the world yeah, fleshed out, like, you know. Do you see the whole world, the Star Wars universe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Never seen. Be tight. So it's actually they're on for a trilogy. So it's not just going to be one. Yo. So they'll have time to flesh out some okay. stuff. So I don't know. Take that how you will. That could be good or bad. So I know a lot of complaints are like <clears throat> with this new season or the past couple seasons of Game of Thrones, since they're not going off of books, is that everything seems kind of rushed. So they least, offered them more than six episodes and they, episodes, and they said no. Did they? They said they can do them in six episodes. Well, then that's on them. <laughs> All the hate they're getting is on them. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. Um, I feel like, I mean, like you said, it is kind of predictable with Game of Thrones at this point. Are we getting into Game of Thrones? Because In a little bit. Just, okay. I'm going to say like one point, and then we'll go into it. So, right. with that, I mean, it is kind of predictable. But I think part of that problem is that they are going kind of based off the books. So they had all this source material, mm-hmm. now they don't. So it is kind of tough, I feel, yeah. to write off of that and then to still make the fans happy. 
I'm sure the writer of the books, George R. R. Martin, probably had some insight into what's happening. So I think overall, like the major plot points are would probably happen in the books if he was finishing them. But to fill in those extra gaps, you know, could be challenging, I would think. So I guess I have a little more faith in them with the Star Wars because they'll have There's more to pull from. Yeah. Well there's not necessarily and everything. There's comics, there's the movies already built. Well, is that... Well, I'm hoping that they don't pull from that. I hope they come up with something completely original. Completely original? Yeah. Like, you could base it off stuff, sure. But I hope they do something completely original. Because that'll be either... That's like, the happen. death of them, or they'll be able to prove themselves. That's what kind of has me worried, though. People are... Compl- well, people are complaining they're not like the books, but it's like, it's not their books. Mm-hmm. How are they going to complete something that's not theirs they've been at adapting the books but it's not their books so if they're able to come up with something original that's cool i don't know that'll prove it for me so i don't know it's up for them up to them to step up to the plate i guess we'll see we'll see what happens to the first one yeah i'll watch the first one for sure and then if it's complete dog shit then (laughs) we'll see what happens with the other ones which i doubt is is gonna happen i think it'll be good enough Cause it's Disney, man. It's it, Disney's putting money into it. I'm kind of, I'm hoping that they, they, you know, keep it up. True. Let's see if they can keep. You know, that's Disney's not. Disney's pretty known for hiring directors and such, and then getting rid of them if they're not creatively. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's too. <laughs> but if they're not creatively clicking, like Solo, the Star Wars movie was supposed to be. It was being directed by Lord and Miller, the guys that did the Lego movie. Mm-hmm and that had their hands in the spider-verse movie so they were doing solo they pretty much did all the principal photography all the shots all the filming was pretty much done i believe but the main actor and some of the cast were complaining that it was too like improv they didn't like that i guess something like that i don't know it's been a while and then so they got ron howard to come in and reshoot some stuff and but so they're not afraid to you know get rid of people. Edgar yeah. Wright was supposed to do Ant Man, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if he stepped off or if they came to an agreement and he stepped away. I think it was creative differences as well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's see. We'll see. Maybe these guys are just care about. I don't know. Since we're not in the industry, I don't know if they yeah. stepped away because maybe Edgar Wright didn't want to budge on his plans and Disney was being too restrictive, or what. But maybe these guys are willing to just take the paycheck and do whatever Disney wants them to. Which would be sad. But I think Disney's kind of giving the creativity to the their directors and writers We're more now. At least I'm hoping. That's the true fact. But yeah. But yeah, so like I said, again, that'll be their opportunity to step up to the plate. And <laughs> if it's anything like this season of a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Then it might not be that great. Yeah, man. It'll be average. So what did you think of the last Everything we've seen, everything that's come up. Um, let's. I mean, yeah, we haven't talked play. about it all, so we could kind of go through quickly. We could, I think, we could lead up to the most recent episode. Yeah, should we do? I mean, do we? Are we okay with spoiling it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everyone, people, go it's watch a, it. It's, it's a big thing. Like people gather, we gather if you don't on watch Sundays it. to watch it. So most people, I think, watch it that first day or second day. Yeah. So by this point, we're recording. <laughs> well, this isn't going to get released till Friday, so yeah. there'll be plenty of time. So okay. we're going to cover stuff up until the last episode. You have time to catch up, people. Yeah. So, I mean, just briefly, I would say like the first episode I thought was pretty good. It was a decent first episode, you know, welcoming everyone back. They have to have their reunions. Everyone's meeting up. So I thought that was 
a fine episode. That was all cool. I yeah. found it cool. All the meetups. That yeah, there's it. Mm. nothing. Everyone going to the north. Yeah, nothing really like stood out to me too much. You know, like there was no big. Like if you were to tell me to recap that whole episode and what exactly happened, I probably couldn't do it for you. I think the 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 part that stood out to me that was pretty cool was when uh, Arya noticed uh, John and everyone else. I don't know. It's just the, yeah. the, you know people reuniting. It felt cool after they've been apart for so long. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean that's about the coolest part of the first episode. I think. Thanks. The second episode. That's the episode before the big battle of Winterfell. Oh no. First episode, there's a, there was a lot of, um, remember the guy with the crossbow? What's his name? The, the guy that they promised oh, yeah, a bunch of castles. Yeah, and never going to give him castles. Cause... Yeah, that's when Cersei, the first episode, Cersei sends him to go kill. Yeah. Jamie. Remember they set his character up? And Tyrion. But like you said, it was predictable. So I already yeah, exactly. knew once they set that up, I was like, well, he's going to go there. He's not going to kill them. Which is what happens. But like they threw away, I mean, as far as like we've gone, like threw away, they threw away his character. Period. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was one of my favorite characters. Yes. One of my biggest problems with the season, I feel, I'm is mad. that to the point, and people have been saying it too, is that like characters are abandoning like their arcs and they're abandoning some things that they do as characters. I see that, but I mean, I, I do, I, I kind of give it that their their Game of Thrones has a large cast and every character has its own their own story arc, yeah. and it's hard to, to close all those those ends. I can I can see that, but I mean, six six episodes and they're trying to mash it all in. It's kind of tough. I feel like uh, Bronze and many other ones, many other characters have uh, really fallen flat for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> kind of sucks. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't. No, I'm not saying that I think I could do a better job or anything. Of course not. Like, I can't for shit. Yeah. I, I can only critique it. <laughs> yeah, we can critique it, but I don't think you should go fucking shit on these writers and stuff like spam with hate tweets because your Facts. characters aren't doing great. You know, that's my opinion on it. But uh, but yeah, I can definitely feel with that. The second episode, the big build up, like it's kind of more reunion and setup. So. I thought it was a good episode still. Not Find a great episode. About, uh, John and oh, his yeah, palace. That, well, that was the first episode, actually. That the That's first? the big thing in the first episode. Is, well, wait, no, tells, no. Yeah. Sam tells John in the first episode. That's okay. the big ending. And, and the then, second ending, second episode, the ending is John tells, tells Danny. Danny. Okay. So that's cool. I mean, the standout things in that episode are definitely Brienne getting knighted by Jamie. That's cool. That was pretty cool. You know, I've never really been like a huge fan of her character like most people. I think she's cool, but I don't know. I just don't stand her like most people do. She's a cool character. Um, but doesn't don't her uh, her vicious screams make you um, like pump you up when she yells when she swings your phone her sword? Ah, ah! <laughs> she does it throughout the whole start, the whole show. Mm-hmm. Whenever she's, I guess it doesn't stand out. I don't think about Brand screaming. <laughs> That's all that stands out to me, it man. Doesn't. I just stands out that she's super tall and could probably kick my ass. She, you are as facts. She can uh, knee me just walking by. Yep. In the head. So that was a cool part. You know, just all the talking was pretty cool. Nothing really. Again, like super big stood out. Just more build up. I think this whole thing has been build up to this final mm-hmm. and this episode that just passed and i have no idea where 
I can guess where this last episode's going to go, but yeah. I feel like these first episodes have been, it's all just been built up to well, me. Well, one of my big things, and I know my girl's going to hate me for this, <laughs> but uh, the whole show, the whole show was a lead up, a build up to two things, which is what we're getting the, the at the ending, which is uh, the fight over the, the seven kingdoms mm-hmm. and the night king. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that the Night King, and let's just go to the third episode, uh, yeah. the, long, the Long Night, the fact that the, light, the Night King was basically, him, him and his crew were basically a throwaway character. At least it felt like to me, kind of sucked. Uh, yeah, I, that's, that's how I felt about the, the Night King. Is that, does that not uh-huh. sound right to you? This is yes my and opinion. No. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these are all our opinions. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, you could come at us if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he was kind of a throwaway, I guess. I guess the big problem is that they've been building up to him for so long, like you said. That's why. That's, it's yeah. all been built up. He's not really been in the show very much, and I don't think he's been a big plot, but like, but he's always at been the end of the day, though. I feel like. It's Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and the main You're story right. is the Seven Kingdoms and who's on the throne, and the Night King's just kind of an obstacle to get to that throne, in my opinion. So I guess where they went wrong in the first place is building him up so much and making him such a menacing person that many people were disappointed that it was just one episode that took him out. But it's, it's, not, just, it's, it's I mean, at least for me, it's not the fact that it's just one episode. It's um. It said he was this this all evil thing throughout the whole show, and then when you get the chance, when he gets the chance to do harm to Bran, which also was to me at least <laughs> another character who uh, really didn't offer much until you know just warning people that the Night King was coming, mm-hmm. which again plays into it that I was like expecting the Night King to be this this very evil evil person yeah. or all powerful thing. And he was just thrown away in uh, a split second. I don't know. I, I think I, I feel like I rambled off right there, and I completely forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you were just complaining about Bran and um, that the Night King was menacing, and that he's just kind of been thrown away. Yeah, and it sucks because I mean I, I like the whole I like the show, and I'm st- I mean I can still rewatch it, the episodes, and I can still enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But as far as the the lead up to the last episode, to me, has been a letdown. I still, I still love the show, but to me, this last season is like it's falling flat for me. Uh, I don't think it's falling too flat for me because I think the whole show in general has fallen flat for me mm-hmm. since season, the end of season four, like middle Shit. season five maybe, <laughs> and not like flat where it's like dead, like yeah, flatlining, yeah. but just that it's not, yeah, <laughs> just that it's not like as great as it used to be. Uh, I've never been like a huge fan of Game of Thrones. I only started watching it right before season seven started um is when i watched the whole show and it was pretty tough honestly to like push through the first two seasons like the first season i mean i I felt the show in general from the very beginning is it's always been every season to me is just filler almost not filler i mean it's all important but it's a sense of huge build-up all season to pay off in the second to last episode and then they kind of wrap everything up in a bow sure. on the last episode. That's like the formula for Game of Thrones. So most episodes, the first two seasons to me were just like basic exp- you know, exposition and build up. 
to the final episodes like the first season uh, Ned Stark's death was the big thing mm. second season fuck I couldn't even tell you what the second season was about you remember no I mean I, I can remember the show as like being one big thing yeah like one big movie yeah, almost I can't really tell you scene by scene or episode yeah, so there, that's what I have to say about the second season I can't even remember the big plot points Ned Stark was tight, a tight character oh second season was um the battle of blackwater when stannis comes to take over uh king's landing and Tyrion uh, protects okay that was the second season so everything was a build-up to that pretty much Mm -hmm. season three and season four i think are some of the best seasons of television those are my favorite seasons is that the one where you get the death of the king the young king uh season three is the red wedding oh Um, this is before then the Red Wedding? The yeah, season three is The Red Wedding. Um, so everything's... I mean, the episodes still before it are are pretty good. They're still also build up, but I think just The Red Wedding itself is a great... Mm-hmm. Like, the build up to that, it kind of shook the whole series because you thought Rob Stark was going to be the king and you're Facts. like, oh, you back this guy. He was my favorite character. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, what's going to happen here? He was the traditional hero. Yeah, exactly. In a brutal way then. So it's definitely like, oh shit. And then season four, I think, is to me, is carried by uh, Peter Dinklage, Tyrion, and um, Pedro Pascal Oberyn. Like their dynamic mm-hmm. and their scenes to me are so well acted, especially towards the end of the series, of the season, when, you know, Pedro Pascal becomes the champion for Tyrion and there's that whole big fight and stuff like that. Again, another character you would assume would last longer in the yeah. show. I mean, he successfully technically did kill the mountain, um, but he also died doing it, <laughs> and the mountain was resurrected. But uh, so those seasons were really good. Um, so that yeah, and then it kind of just dipped off for me. I mean, season five and six were cool. Season seven was a real disappointment for me, and this season I think is better than seven, but it's still not as great as I feel the show could be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, overall we're getting a bunch of sh- we're getting a bunch of action, and it's tight. A bunch of shit a lot of people are dying a lot of uh a lot of characters who uh, we've seen on screen are dying mm-hmm. um one of the big biggest things that i'm sure you've probably seen online was the death of uh cersei yeah and this past uh, episode and uh golden golden hand golden arm <laughs> jamie <laughs> jamie like jamie lannister the way the way that they died yeah. was kind of a cop-out for me and I feel I, I'm sure you heard that before. Yeah, I hear a lot of people complaining about that. It wasn't too bad for me. You can hear that on the mics. <laughs> um, it wasn't too bad for me. Uh, the only reason it was bad at all was because the um, buildup, I guess, from all the theories and stuff like that. So there was a prophecy in the books that Cersei would die uh, by the hand of her little brother, I guess, like yeah. choking her out pretty much. I, I don't know how exactly it's worded. It might be like with her little brother's around arms oh, around your neck. Yeah, that prophecy that she has. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically if it's worded so that it's that her little brother's hands around her neck, that was kind of how they went out. I think he was kind of embracing her like that. But uh, yeah, it's pretty whack. At least, yeah, at least the way I wanted to see it is like she was, she's been a total bitch, but a badass bitch throughout the whole show. Yeah. And uh, I guess I wanted to see, I wanted to see, it's, the traditional Game of Thrones death would like they drag her out, and, mm-hmm. you know, put her at the stake or you know, yeah, something like that. Chop her head off. I feel like Game of Thrones. It's fucked up. 
I wanted I blood. <laughs> we always want blood for those characters, but Game of Thrones, I don't think, has ever really delivered on it too much. Maybe Ramsay, when he gets eaten by his dogs. Yeah, like, that was pretty vicious. Yeah, that was pretty. But every other, like, villain character, they kind of go out weak. It's always the heroes that have yeah, the more the heroes brutal deaths. Yeah, the most, right? Yeah. right. Damn, I don't know if there's bro. a deeper meaning to that. Damn, but he's going to die. Well, oh, he's, he's not, not a hero not anymore. anymore. Yeah, no, he's he's not a hero anymore. But, I mean, yeah, that last episode I thought was pretty good. Uh, again, with the predictability, like you said, uh, I knew from the first episode of this season that that's where they were going to go, where she was going to become the Mad Queen and, you know, burn people and, you know, turn evil, essentially heal the show. Yeah, I felt I I I, I kind of called that the Night King wasn't going to be as big as a menace as I thought. I hope I hoped because they still had the fight for the Seven Kingdoms. And- yeah, and I uh, I guess where you you wanted that, or as I didn't really care about the Night King because he was this big threat to me. Like I like they build him up as a big threat, but yeah, to me he wasn't the point of the show. Like it's always been mm. the throne, um, so it didn't bug me too much that he was in there. I know people were upset that the way he died, like you said, but I thought that's the only way you could really do it because he is so menacing. Yeah, so you sure. have to sneak up on him and fucking shank him. But how do you sneak up on him? Well, he can't see everything. I think he can only see things when Bran is seeing things. I think that's how they set that up. But Bran was, oh, is that why he went Not away? Not at the end. Yeah, he wasn't. At the end, he was just looking at him. And I mean, they kind of do it in the show pretty also, well. Also, tell me where the hell Bran was at. Where was he going? Where did Brand go? When he fucking went. Okay, he's like, he, his eyes rolled back. <laughs> when he plugged himself head. into the Matrix. <laughs> um, he Where went the into hell? the Ravens, and I guess he just was flying just around flying watching around. it and enjoying the show. That's fucked up. <laughs> I need... I know people were expecting like him to roll up with, with like a bunch of crows. Yeah, like just a bunch Ravens. of animals. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know how well that would have worked, but you know, it's something. No, I, I just, I don't know. But they kind of hint towards <laughs> it at the beginning of that episode. <laughs> I think it's that episode because John's there by the tree mm. and I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just looking at the tree with the face and Arya. Yeah. And Arya sneaks up on him and he's like, how did you sneak up on yeah. me? So they kind of foreshadow it a little bit. I mean, they did that with, uh, with Arya a lot, like the library scene. Yeah. Um, and then they also quiet. built up to that because she's super quiet and clearly quiet they can't hear her blood. Yeah. Her blood drops. Um. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. <laughs> but, uh, so I didn't mind her being the one that killed him, and it made sense to me. I mean, by the time she was jumping, I mean, obviously, he still heard her because yeah. he turned around, and maybe it was Bran looking up that gave it away, but he still caught her and almost won. But uh, I mind. Uh, gave him the fucking one-two, like, switcheroo. The one-two switcheroo. Oh, yeah, that was tight. I mean, it was tight. It was badass. But, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I think I'm kind of excited for this last episode i want to see how they're going to end it oh hell yeah i'm, ex- I'm still excited I'm yeah. just, i have my own you know shit because i'm still pooping on it a little bit yeah i mean again like i said it's never been i don't think i'd put it up i mean i don't watch too many tv shows i wouldn't put it like in my top three tv shows of all time after the season i wouldn't either no. kind of sucks maybe like top five maybe top ten i'd have to actually sit down and think about all the shows i watched mm-hmm. i'd probably do five top five uh robot I've, mr robot i haven't caught up on that one no, i stopped bad. after season two breaking uh, bad narcos no i've only seen narcos mexico both of them but that one's dope uh, i'm grouping them in they're good you know one of my favorite shows is hannibal hannibal that's tight. my favorite show of all time currently maybe something will come out but um and then the walking dead 
number one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can't comment on that one. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Any predictions to what's going to happen in this last episode? Um, Arya's going to kill Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is before, so no. Danny is going to take the the, the throne. Uh, Grey Worm is going to drag drag in. Um, Grey Worm is going to drag in uh, Jon Snow's ass into the the, the where the queen at Queen Danny's at, and like this motherfucker didn't didn't fight with us. Uh-huh. And she's going to be like, "Why didn't you this and that? You betrayed me. I'm going to kill you." Mm-hmm. And then as they're going to kill, as they're bringing uh, Jon Snow, setting up setting him up to die that day. Uh, Arya's gonna sneak up behind Danny somehow and fucking slice your neck up, and then there's gonna be another battle between the North and uh, the leftover uh, Dickless. Yeah, and there's no there's Dickless. no more Death Rocky. I mean, I guess yeah, there, there are. are a couple. They're on the show. Stuff. Do you think we're gonna see Tyrion at all? Because he did let Jamie go. Oh, he might die before uh, John. I believe. Oh, now it's, he's he gonna might get executed die right before John, and then. See, boss, am I just fucking dip? <laughs> Peace out. He can't I'd go get fast. on that dinghy. He can't get for it. Yeah. I mean, he probably tried, but he was like, you know, just over the just over the hill. <laughs> there's no reason the unsullied would not snitch on him. Like if she asked, like, oh, how did he get away? If she even cares at this point. Yeah, who let who let Jamie go? It was your right hand. That's boom. Yeah. Go look for the the little guy. I think what I think would be a dope thing, and that I haven't heard much people talk about, but I think actually I haven't heard anyone talk about. It. So, prove me if you've talked about it. Congratulations! Yeah, but I think yes, Danny's now at this point hungry for power and sees John as a threat. So regardless of what you know, she needs she knows she needs to go. So either John's gonna have to kill her. I think maybe John might try to kill her or do something that's gonna disrespect her, and then he's gonna have to kill Grey Worm because Grey Worm's gonna protect her because mm. that's his queen and he doesn't have miss sunday anymore uh, so john's gonna have to kill gray worm and i think danny's then gonna try to use her dragon to kill john but since he's targaryen yeah, forget about the dragon. <laughs> yeah since he's targaryen i think uh, yeah. either the dragon won't listen to her facts but i think it will listen to her because it's she's his mom or her they're on unisex or whatever they're asexual whatever the fuck it's called mm. but whatever the dragon either won't listen to her which i doubt but I think that it's going to shoot fire at him to burn him. But he's Targaryen, so he's not going to burn. He's going to be all naked. Just like Danny didn't burn. Walking up the flames. And then so everyone from everyone's going to see that and they're going to be like, oh shit, like, who is this dude? Hey, he's like not that. burning. Like and then they'll that. back him even more, maybe. That's what I think. And then either John will kill her or maybe Arya kills her. I don't know. Maybe Arya dies and then that's how John tries to kill her i don't know but i think there's gonna be i hope there's gonna be something cool with john yeah. and the dragon because they've kind of been hitting towards it a little bit i think i mean he is like the he has the targaryen blood in him yeah so i guess the yeah the fire wouldn't affect him that'd be a badass scene coming yeah, out right. of terminator would just look dope on because she'd be like oh shit i got him <laughs> and then he'd be like nah bitch she'd, psych she'd be like damn i forgot i'm your auntie <laughs> Yeah. so I'm still hyped for it that's in a couple days we'll yeah. see what happens I know there's gonna be many people disappointed I might be there too but I still love the show I don't think I'll be disappointed because I just don't care enough at this point mm-hmm. to be disappointed like no matter how it wraps I, just nah, I think I'm, I might be 
bagging on it too much. I think I'm 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 expecting too much. I don't know what I'm expecting. I'm lost, y'all. There's definitely people out there that are <laughs> expecting too much because it's their favorite show. Yeah. I also think part of the hate comes from I think it's cool to hate it now. Like it's cool that to I be that get. person that's like they're not on the books anymore, so mm. this show sucks because how could they be as good as the books now? I don't know. I feel it because you listen to some people's complaints and they aren't really valid to me, or they just sound like they're repeating something they heard from someone else. Yeah, kind of. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I felt the same way. I mean, I did. I mean, just like you just say, I'm gonna be honest. I echoed some of the things that I've I've heard. Where uh, I mean, everyone does. Yeah, yeah. Where where it's where, just normal. Like, oh yeah, I heard that opinion. That they weren't sense. following the the book and everything. And to me, when we're because me and you watch our watch the show with our girls. We watched the show, yeah. And there's many scenes in the last season where I was like, either saying something or about to say, I wanted to say something, where I was going to call out what was going to happen next. It's just like specific scenes where like it's, it's concentrating too much on one character. I'm just like, oh, motherfucker's going to die right now. Yeah. Just calling it right now. It feels if yeah, it's always done that. I mean, that's just like I think something that most shows do, where it's like they get their moment, and you're like, okay, that seems like this person's going to go. Mm-hmm. That's why I think season three and four. Yeah, she was tight. Yeah, you weren't was, expecting those things. Facts. I mean, maybe you could look at Oberyn talking to Tyrion in his cell, and be like, "Okay, one of them's gonna die. Like something's not gonna go right." But I didn't take it like that at that point. But the red wedding, fucking comes out of nowhere. That shit was really unpredictable. I didn't see that shit coming at all. And let me. It's it, oh, we're going running a little long on this, but I love the show. Um, no, we could. Um, Ty- Tyrion and Jamie. We could go two hours for the episode. Tyrion and. And Jamie's little last re- last reunion, I felt that was pretty tight to me. It's like, yeah, he, what he was said to him scene. was like, because of you, I didn't die. I, I lived. Yeah. You're the reason I'm the, here today, yeah. pretty much. Like that you've always protected tight. me and stuff. That pulled out my my heartstrings. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was a little emotional, especially mm-hmm. someone that has like a brother. So, it's, it was cool. Super facts. That was like about the only emotional scene for me. I know some people sympathized with. Cersei at the end they were kind of feeling bad for her but I was like nah fuck that bitch what? Yeah, I've heard some people say that the fuck they're like oh yeah cause they kind of humanized her and it's like yeah it's like she just let all those people die not really I guess they rang the bells but she didn't still. want to though they, yeah, they, she didn't want to they did it on themselves by themselves true the people she's a bitch she deserved to die yeah but like in a more brutal way <laughs> yeah definitely bring her back maybe they're not dead would you be mad if she's not dead if they fucking crawl out of the rubble oh <laughs> I was thinking about that. I kind of would, but at the same time, I mean, give me a justifiable death. <laughs> I guess. Because at that they, point, what do you do, burner? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> if they do bring it back, see. I'd be pissed. I'd be I'm pissed all either way. <laughs> gotcha. All right, but yeah, we'll wait and see. Yeah, but we'll talk about that next episode, I guess. But I think we've, like you said, spent quite some time on this, so maybe we should just move on. The Throne of Games. That sounds like a kid's show. Yeah. A bunch of board games that make a throne. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what do you think of Cloverfield now that you've seen this motherfucking movie I told you to watch? Oh, uh, yeah. So, this found footage piece of ish. Yeah. Um, well, in case anyone didn't catch the first episode last week, we ended the show with me recommending a movie to Ricardo, just uh, Rick. <laughs> with, um, you know, just a movie I'd recommend to somebody if they were asking me like what's a good movie and if i think they might not have seen it and then he did the same to me and his movie that he recommended was cloverfield and i recommended the movie drive to him 
we did it to each other. Yes. That was a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> but um yeah, Cloverfield actually, I took some notes. I did um I did enjoy it actually more than I thought I was hey. going to. I heard a lot of negative stuff about it way back when mm-hmm. when I was a kid and then it came out. But I actually really enjoyed it. Do you like the soundtrack, the music? The Honestly, music in general, music. It was like, you know, uh there was no like score to it, was there? Was there was no score. It was yeah, just, the just music like music playing, playing in the background. background. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, I was like, I don't remember the score. <laughs> but the music, I mean, it was cool. It, that was one of the things. At first, I saw it as a negative, but then I saw it as a positive, which is that it's pretty, it's kind of dated. Mm-hmm. But since it's a found footage film, I think it works like Facts. perfectly for it. Because then it's like, okay, it works because it's a fucking tape recorder so of course they're playing music from like fucking i mean it's a 2008 movie but they're playing like even older music because they're older people in the, in the show. it definitely hit me oh, yeah. one of the songs they play is fucking sean kingston's beautiful girls oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i was like damn when was this movie made <laughs> and everyone's got like their flip phones still so but i think that part worked for it um like i said i thought it was a negative at first but then i was like okay this is actually it works in favor of the film one thing I'll go over my kind of complaints with the movie first, mm-hmm. and then I'll go into the stuff I liked. So one of my biggest complaints with it, at first I got used to it, but since it is supposed to be a found footage uh, camcorder, and I believe they shot most of it by handheld, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Maybe they did it. I pulled that out of my ass. I'm wrong. They, sh- they shot it by... It- like handheld, like not on tripods and stuff, like actually someone holding a camera. So if you see the behind the scenes, there's a guy, I mean, they... You know the guy holding the camera? Mm-hmm. They show the him like for a split second, but th- there's actually a camera guy holding the camera. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a camera guy with the the gyro thingy, whatever. Yeah, like a steady cam kind yeah. of thing. So that's yeah. But they never like set up a camera, right? Like no. on a tripod, right? But anyway, so part of that being sent to handheld like that, um, it was kind of annoying at first, especially when they're running Facts. like the shaky cam. Like, Facts. the fucking camera was shaking so much, so it was giving me a headache <laughs> a little bit. I was like, damn, is it really gonna be like this the whole time? <laughs> so that was a little complaint small complaint i had um valid the second thing which is just very nitpicky was why at some points was the camcorder displaying the date and time and then it would go away really yeah Shed in there. <laughs> like at the beginning it starts and it's like june, july no june march april may june june no april the very beginning yeah Where it says it like april the 24th US, the u.s government type thingy no, 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 no. After that, when he's recording his girlfriend in bed. Oh, okay, they, I, I'm assuming that they taped over an old tape. Yeah, no, they they explain that in the film, mm-hmm. but it shows the date and time, and then, you know, it cuts to the point where they start recording over it, and then it shows the date and time again, showing it's been a couple months. But then after that, it kind of just that disappears, and it oh. doesn't pop up until the end again. So I thought that was a little weird. The Maybe I just don't know how camcorders work, <laughs> but um, that was a little funky some points there was grain and some points there wasn't so i was like the consistency there was a little weird but uh those were really my only complaints um let me just look over my notes really quickly why do you have a whole notebook <laughs> i Jeez. have a sticky note <laughs> you're but, still uh, flipping through the pages <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i have one other complaint two other complaints i'll say the last one for the end of my little thingy with this movie uh, because it involves the end of the movie <gasps> uh, and one of these involves the actual end end because i thought it was pretty retarded um 
Whoops, that wasn't politically correct. <laughs> I thought it was pretty dumb. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with retarded people. Um, that the movie starts at 6.42 in the morning on the tape, and then okay. it ends. He's like, when he's talking to the camera, yeah. when he's saying, like, before the, everything, like, mm -hmm. collapses on him. He's like, oh, it's 6.42, like, right now, blah, blah, blah. In the morning. And so it's it, like, starts, it starts at 6.42 and ends at 6.42? Yeah. <laughs> so in my notes, this. I put starts and ends at 6.42, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty. Full day. <laughs> Full day of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I liked it. I know one of the big complaints i heard before i had even watched the movie was that they didn't show enough of the monster yeah i had heard they didn't even show any of the monster but that's just flat out false mm -hmm. and i think they did a perfect amount of showing the monster in my opinion facts thank you like for it's, found footage yeah it's, it's a found footage it's, it's not, not a monster movie monster. Yeah, yeah it's found footage it's not fucking godzilla <laughs> like it's about this group of friends and that's why i said that after watching the movie i was like we need our own godzilla movie or i mean cloverfield movie yeah so i mean that i didn't mind i thought they did a fine job of showing it there's a little convenience like as far as the placement of the monster like he happened to just be going where Spats. they were going so but i mean that was fine not a why are we going complaint. the same path as this fucking monster <laughs> yeah like so the beginning i thought the beginning dragged on a little a little bit just a, this little bit of it so i didn't really have much to comment on as far as the real beginning of the movie the acting at first was kind of bad to me. I didn't really like the actors. I was like, oh, these guys suck. <laughs> There's a lot of those I people who, who, um, have you watched, you watched Daredevil, right? Mm-hmm. You know the... Oh, Theo Rossi's in it. Yeah. yeah. From Sons of Anarchy, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's he's a, in it. It's a throwaway character. In that show. one chick that TJ Miller character likes. He looks like, oh, oh there's a guy who looks like TJ Miller. No, he's it's not T.J. Miller. That is T.J. Miller. No, yeah, it is. No, I looked up the cast after. Are you serious? T.J. Miller, the guy that's I, actually I, holding the camera the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, T.J. Miller. I thought I looked this up like long, long ago, and I was no. surprised that it wasn't T.J. Miller. No, I, it's I was like, Miller. this is a lookalike. Sounds just like him too. <laughs> yeah. No, it's T.J. Miller. Okay, okay. So the girl he likes, <laughs> she's also from a couple things. Mm -hmm. I recognized her. She was from the interview with Seth. She's in a lot of Seth Rogen movies. Sure. Um, but she was cool. I liked her. I really like the part when it finally starts kicking off and they're in the subway. Um, I like that little joke she has when TJ Miller's like, oh, you know Superman? And she's like, oh, shit, you know Superman? She's like, Do you know Garfield, too? Like, have you heard of Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> so that shit was pretty funny. Um, and I like that. Damn, that is TJ Miller. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think about that. It's gonna keep you up at night. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I didn't like that there was any kind of like forced comedy or anything like that. That joke right there is pretty organic. Like it wasn't a super jokey joke, mm -hmm. but it's something that you could still tell when your whole world's collapsing. Yeah. But I didn't really see it too much as like a monster movie. I really saw it more of like a, almost like an end of the world movie, kind of like apocalypse movie more than anything. And the monster was just that catalyst similar to like an earthquake or a tornado would be the plot point. Mm. This one just uses a monster. So as far as like a apocalypse world ending movie, that's probably one of my favorites. I mean, it's not working with Mutz. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not the competition is not very fucking good. True. You got like what, twenty um, twelve, uh, fucking San Andreas, bad. like bad, just bad movies. So this one was actually really good. I was surprised 
because like I did some research after I watched the movie. The director is Matt Reeves, who is the director of the Planet of the Apes movies, the two, the Rise and Dawn, or not sorry, not Rise and Dawn, the Dawn and War. He directed those two, and he's going to be doing um, the new Batman movie. So he's a really good director. I liked him. Uh, you know, it's shot pretty good for a shaky cam after all the running and shit. They had HD v, uh, VHS tapes over there back then. Or v, HD video cameras. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh. I don't know what they had. <laughs> I was reading my notes. That's why you caught me <laughs> off guard. Um, what else? 4K tape recorders. I definitely think it was um, ahead of its time. Like, it only came out in 2008, so that's pretty recent still. But, I mean, it still made a lot of money, I guess. So, I can't say it's necessarily ahead of its time. But I feel like it'd be more of a cultural, significant movie and phenomenon if it would have came out nowadays. Especially if it would have been, like, a Netflix movie or something like that. I think it would have been. Well, they tried that with Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, I heard that one's (laughs) shit. I didn't care to watch it. Uh, That's something I could say. I I don't see how people... Because I only went off what people said as far as 10 Cloverfield Lane not tying mm-hmm. into the Cloverfield, like yeah. not being a sequel. And it's obviously not a sequel because it's not following them and it's not in the city. But I think they did a pretty good job, like making it in the same universe, in my opinion. I don't think it, I can't say, like, oh, that's not a Cloverfield movie. Like, to me, looking back on Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield now that I've seen it, I think they work fine in the same franchise, personally. Well, like um, any kind of everything leading up to the to Ten Cloverfield Lane, uh, everything leading up to that, uh, like the I don't know, I forgot what they call it ARG. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say maybe it's because I didn't follow the original ARG or yeah. the ARG for Ten Cloverfield Lane, so yeah. maybe that's why. The ARG. I'm for... just going based off the two movies, mm-hmm. and that's why I feel like it does a pretty good job. But I'm sure if I was following that, then I might have been let down. It's a little different. It's not completely different. I mean, I went in there thinking it was gonna be a Cloverfield sequel. But in the middle of the movie, or like a quarter of the way through, I was I started to realize I was like, oh yeah, it's 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 not a direct sequel, but I'm still enjoying it. The characters are fucking good, are great. Yeah. That everything's good in it. So I, I just watched it. I I didn't have the same reaction as people saying it's like, oh, it sucks. It's not a direct. Uh, it was a good movie, man. Yeah. But as like the, as far as the ARG, it just has a bunch of the same uh, ARG as the first one. It's yeah. not a direct gotcha. sequel again. And I feel like that's probably how they should do the cloverfield series it should just be anthology like different stories about what was happening at different parts that's how they've been yeah Yeah. and that's how i feel you should do it i don't want to see a sequel to cloverfield i don't want to see them fight the monster i want to see the personal stories of when it it was attacking when the aliens invaded i guess i had had this argument with my friends a couple years back the same thing it's like i wouldn't want to see i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't want to see a a direct sequel i would want to see like i mean i kind of would actually now but i can see how that can go wrong it's too far too yeah. far down the line not even that i just and after these movies i just feel like the first one was about the personal aspect of it so mm-hmm. it'd be weird to transition from personal to, to the monster to the monster to okay. becoming a monster movie okay because i don't think that's what it was to begin with um i see it. that's my take on it uh one thing i didn't really get is why the people blow up when they're bitten like that was yeah. kind of confusing <laughs> i, I was like oh, okay that's weird like they just threw it in there i guess to throw it in but i was like okay i guess she's gonna blow up i liked her she was a cool character 
Um, so that kind of threw me off. <laughs> and then um, I thought, as far as the plot goes, it's kind of fucked up. Like, fuck Beth, the the main girl that they're trying to save. Like, oh. what's the point? It's true. Like, if that they're was my friends, I'd be like, Beth is dead, my guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here. He's like, nah, let's go save her. Though. Let's head towards the monster that's a fucking great idea just to save this one chick that you love i guess maybe you guys went messed around for a little bit but i guess you've always had a crush on her this was the, the movie bo- boyfriend did he just leave her ass yeah i don't as know what happened as, to that like, dude I was like dang you gotta you gotta pipe through going through your shoulders. also beth's kind of a bitch beth is kind of a bitch. like it's only according to the tapes it's only been a month or so since they stopped seeing each other <laughs> And she shows up to this motherfucker's going away party with the with new dude. another dude, yeah. That's fucked up. That's some cold-blooded shit. So, yeah, I didn't care for Beth. She could have died. <laughs> and that's where I thought the movie was going to go. I was like, okay, they're going to go. And that's another red flag. You just go through all that shit. You come up out of the subway. And you see Beth's fucking apartment sideways. Like, it's angled. Why would you want to go? That's fucking <laughs> such a bad idea. I was like, they're That's gonna go through all this shit, and then this bitch Beth is gonna be dead. And then, sure enough, when they get in there, she's impaled on like rebar. And I was like, see what I? I was like, I called it. This bitch is dead. <laughs> and then she fucking has her moment where she wakes up, and they fucking pull her off the rebar, which I'm sure would be ridiculously painful to the point where you probably you pass, pass out. out. But she doesn't. Shot. You know, she's a fucking strong woman, That's... and she powers through it. And I guess she doesn't bleed out, really. <laughs> the blood somehow stopped because she's not bleeding out when she comes off that rebar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Then what happens after that? And they start making their way down. Um, the little monster thingy attacks him in the hallway. Yeah, they attack him again. Which is also something I heard people complaining about, like, the main girl in 10 Cloverfield Lane, like, fighting all those monsters. Like, clearly they're not that hard to fight. These guys are fighting them off with fucking sticks. <laughs> And, and 10 Cloverfield Lane? Yeah. They're fucking aliens. They got spaceships. I mean, aliens, monsters, same shit. Uh, monsters, yeah, they got they got, mo- they got spaceships. Yeah, like the space dogs. Point. Yeah. Um, But I, I remember people complaining about that, that she's fighting off those space dogs. And it's like, well, I mean, they took care of these, whatever the fuck these things are. They look like space beetles or something. That's pretty tight. But, uh, yeah. The Mars. Um, yeah, those are pretty cool. So then they make their way... And I guess at this point, to. there's what? I think there's still all four of them. There's four of them. His brother died already. So there's TJ Miller, Beth, the main dude. I forget his name. Roy or something? I don't remember. Something. And then Linda or something. <laughs> his <laughs> brother's girlfriend. And so they're going, how does she die? She dies somehow. The sister? Wait, the sister-in-law? The, the bro- sister-in-law. <clears throat> she gets... Uh... No, fuck. How do she? Oh, helicopter! Oh yeah, she, she makes it out. Helicopter. Never mind, she no, doesn't she, make it. She doesn't make it out. I think the helicopter blows up, doesn't it? And I'm thinking about uh, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man. <laughs> you're thinking of. Well, she might be because okay, so the helicopter. That's right. Now I know where I'm gonna go. So the helicopter flies away, right? And they got away for the next helicopter, and then the monster starts attacking. It comes towards them, or something comes towards them. Mm-hmm. And at one point, it looks like a helicopter gets thrown into a building. Ah, they don't right. specify if it's her helicopter, but a helicopter definitely crashes right there. So she might die there. Maybe she, she made it out. Fuck. Who knows? 
don't maybe really we'll care see about you in the sequel. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see you in the sequel. Um, so then they got on their helicopter, and to me, this is where I complain about this. Is my last complaint, the ending of the movie. I think okay. it kind of fell flat for me because it was so good up until then. Personally, I thought it could have ended there, right? Um, and them flying away on the helicopter. Why the pilot stopped, like when the stealth bomber comes and carpet bombs them. This, the helicopter pilot stops. Like his goal wouldn't it be to be getting these civilians out of the city? But no, he stops. But you can't get the perfect shot if you keep, if you <laughs> if you can't keep get going. the right angle. So TJ Miller tells him to stop the helicopter <laughs> so he can get this nice shot. And then it's all smoky, and then the monster jumps up and slaps the fuck out of the helicopter. Slaps it out the air. And I was like, okay, that's where the movie's going to end. They just all died. Poor fucking people. Nope. They fucking survived the helicopter Strong crash, people. which is cool. Whatever. It is. The pilot dies somehow, but they survive. Pilots always, pilots always die. So yeah. In the Don't movies. be a pilot, kids. In movies. <laughs> um, so they survive, and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. This is how it's going to end. They're going to start walking away. But I was wrong again. <laughs> and the fucking TJ Miller's character is staying there filming it. Uh, the monster comes close. He doesn't try to run from it. He just looks at it. And then for some reason, the monster actually gives a fuck about him and looks down at him, sniffs him, <laughs> eats half of his body. Doesn't other... even know. Just choose him. Huh? He doesn't need to have his body. I think he... Well, they kind of, it's hard to see since it's the handheld cam. Yeah. But you definitely, as his upper body falls down... Oh, there's two pieces. You can see his leg oh. in the monster's teeth. Yo. So I'm assuming he got bitten in half. But anyway, he's dead instantly. They come... They mourn on his body. And the monster's gone immediately. Yeah, the monster somehow disappeared. Doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about them. <laughs> He's too busy enjoying TJ Miller. He's like, damn, it's some good human. I gotta take um, him out because I know what he's gonna do in the future. <laughs> he's gonna spread the message. So anyway, somehow the monster doesn't eat these two guys. But they're mourn. They pick up the camera because the film has to continue. Thanks. Also, that is my big problem. Long How long is film? the battery? <laughs> How long is the battery on this shit? It's a good-ass camera. I gotta get me one of those whenever we do video. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they pick up the film, and they start running again. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Then they go under the bridge, which is a very protective bridge. It's like a New York City park bridge like for bikes to fucking go over. Thanks. Um. And they say, like, their goodbye message. And I was like, okay, cool. It's just going to cut to black and it's going to end there. But now something else has to happen. So then the fucking bridge collapses on them. And then they are presumed dead. Because they're bombing, bombing the Oh, yeah, that's right. The they're bombing game. them. That's right. They're bombing the monster. Uh, so they don't give a fuck about civilians, which I don't blame them. You know, these dumbasses spent the whole movie going towards the monster. So if they die, it's on them. But, uh, yeah, they bombed the bridge. They die. And they? Is it like Game nah, of Thrones? They're dead. <laughs> the bridge falls on them, and then you see the explosion. So, I mean, shit, who knows? They survived a whole lot. <clears throat> and then it cuts to the end of the film, which is the previous recording. And it's fucking Beth's dumbass saying, oh, I had a good day today. <laughs> and then the film ends. So, up until that point, I was really enjoying it. And then the Did you see the monster at the end falling into the water? Or presumably... It was like a post-credit? Yeah. Oh, no. As soon as the credits started rolling, Netflix... uh, Oh! They're in the roller coaster? Yeah, they're on like the... I think they're on Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. My bad, Ferris wheel. This bitch isn't on a roller coaster. (laughs) I I had a good day. day. (laughs) All shaky. 
photo, yeah, she says, Does it fall in the day. back? Yeah, you can see it's like uh, her face is in the shot, and in the background, you see the ocean, and something falls from the sky into the water. Oh, interesting. No, I didn't catch that. The whole ARG. But yeah, no, I still, even all of that, <clears throat> happy I watched it. I'd probably watch it again. I'd still, with all the flaws I had, I'd probably score it at like a B. Okay. And not like a negative like B movie, but like yeah. a B, not an A movie, but a B. So it's a good movie, better than average, better than I expected. And I would recommend it to someone if they're looking for an unorthodox monster movie. Yeah. Is it my turn? No, it's your for the turn. Movie what I did saw? you think of Drive? My, from my sunglasses. I for forgot the your jacket. He already bought the whole so, outfit. He's got the jacket and the gloves. So the audience can hear how cool I am <laughs> after seeing this movie. Well, we had sound <laughs> effects. So voice deep uh, okay, so uh, for as far as uh, Drive, uh, what's the actor? <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, damn it. Yes. That's the that's about the uh, the extent of my knowledge of uh, all the actors in there. Oh, Ron, per- Ron Perlman, yeah. I know him. It's uh, I'll help you out here because Drive is probably my favorite movie. So, yes. uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling, who plays Driver, you don't hear his name in the movie, you never speak his name. Um, Brian Cranston, oh plays yeah, Brian Shannon, Cranston is his fucking oh, mechanic dude. Ron Perlman plays one of the mafia dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, I forgot the dude's name, but um, the voice of Nemo's dad. <laughs> he plays the main kind of bad guy. What's his name? Not Mel Brooks. Who's the other dude? Not Garth Brooks, the country singer. Damn, uh, Albert Brooks. That's his name. Uh, Albert Brooks. Whatever. The voice of Nemo's dad. Um, those are like the main characters. Oscar Isaac play standard gabriel so well uh yeah, anyway those are the <laughs> as far as like the uh the intro to this movie was fucking sick the music was tight the, it was shot awesome it was the, the colors uh that this director i'm now knowing uh uses the same colors or is going to be using the same colors like he's doing yeah most movie. of his films he uses the color it's not really too prominent red uh, in drive but he uses the color red a lot he likes mm-hmm. red lighting i've noticed from the movies i've watched but um yeah, the intro was badass. Uh, it's got to be one of my favorite intros of all time. Okay. I think it does a very good job of like building suspense. Mm-hmm. Like, put the the score on it, the tick of the clock. It so, tells you about the 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 character himself. He's a serious serious driver, serious yeah. character. Uh, He's good at what he does. Good at what he does. Yeah, and um, after um, I I can see where it was leading, um. I didn't know the whole Ron Perlman being the, the main mafia dude. That was a surprise to me, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was still a surprise, even though oh, I was like, oh. When he, uh, when he gets him on the phone or whatever? Yeah, when he gets him on the phone. Time. Yeah, that was that was a shocker to me. Yeah. Um, this shit really had me <laughs> wanting, fucking, wanting to fucking drive, man. Immediately <laughs> after I saw this movie, just... I want a fucking Olds, Oldsmobile, something something cheap I can get and just cruise around the, around the city. But... Um, this, I found it very funny that uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling was so cool. <laughs> it was he was like super cool. I mean, why do you see him as like the? Do you think of like the Notebook when you think of him or? No, I don't know. It was just when I when when I first heard of Talk, like it was it was cool of it when I first heard of Talk. Dude. <laughs> he just had one liners. Yeah, it was uh, 
I yeah, found it I, funny. I prefaced it for you that there's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Did that bother yeah, you at all it, that there it, wasn't a lot of dialogue? It kind of, it kind of, I kind of found it funny, but um, I, I really don't know how to or what to uh, relate it to. But I know, like I've seen. No. It was um, like you're saying it's another movie. Like, no, because okay, it's not really. Fuck my life. I can't really think of anything, man. Yeah, it's kind of a. What did you think of? Uh, I really enjoyed. Did you see like the, uh, the intro scene coming? Did you see the kind of hint toward it the whole time that the Clippers game has something to do with it? No. So like at the very beginning, he's watching the Clippers oh, game while he's planned. on the phone. Yeah, he fucking plans that shit. Yeah, yeah. That, that exactly. He's all he's all planned out. I mean, he's a very strategic, strategic yeah. driver. Because I know I didn't see that coming. So. I really wanted to see more scenes of that, man. Where like, he's like him planning to him being away. being a getaway driver more more often because uh, the family that he meets also that kind of sucks for him. <laughs> he, yeah. He's the, 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 his love interest in the movie. He can't really. He's married. Yeah, he's married. But I I kind of respect that he doesn't really you know ruin the or um. It's not a home record. A home record. There you go. That's what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's not really a really a home record. He's still cool with everyone but that that um before that even happened and the, the intro after before and after the intro mm-hmm. i really wanted to see more scenes of him being that getaway driver because mm-hmm. you do get that throughout the whole uh throughout the whole movie where they're trying to they're kind of talking him up like oh he's a he's a real good driver he's he's a uh well yeah he's good at what he does yeah and i, I wanted think, to see more of those scenes and i think because I really, really love it. <laughs> yeah, those scenes are really good. But I don't think that's necessarily what the movie's about. Because I think that's what he is. But you can tell once he meets his love interest, the main girl in the movie, mm-hmm. is that he doesn't really want to be that dude anymore. anymore and he's yeah. kind of already over it, I feel like, when the movie starts. Mm-hmm. And then he's you drawn can tell back in after meeting the boyfriend. To end up helping the girl he loves. Like, he yeah, wants to get yeah. out of it kind of for her, but ends up going back into it for her. So... Yo, that's crazy too. Damn, I remember the fucking elevator scene. Oh, the elevator scene where dude. he says goodbye to her and knows that this dude's here to fucking take him yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, also, that 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 was cool as well, man. The whole um, you know, that it was just concentrated on concentrated on them two mm-hmm. saying goodbye to each other. Yeah, that shit was there was no tight. dialogue or anything. That was, that was tight. Fucking sicko mode on that. Game. <laughs> Did you watch the trailer at all? No. Okay, good because. No, One, the trailer sells it as like a super big action movie. Okay. Which I always try to tell people it's not an action movie. If you've seen the trailer, if you've heard that it's an action mm-hmm. movie, it's not an action movie. No, I haven't seen it. Um, that's so. what the trailer sells it as. And then also the trailer shows like everything. It's oh. one of those trailers where it shows the whole damn movie pretty much. Like that elevator scene they show. It. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, were you expecting it to get as violent as it did? No, dude. That shit was crazy. The, yeah. the head stomping. All of them, really. I like... That's one of my favorite things about the action that is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Is that it's all really personal. It's... He shoots one dude. Only one dude. Yeah. He doesn't use a gun at all. He doesn't use a gun. He no. had to use a gun in that case. Yeah. But other than that, it's like he doesn't really want to kill. Clearly, he's dangerous and he knows how to do it. And he'll do what he has to. But every kind of kill is personal. I guess Oscar Isaac's character gets shot as well mm-hmm. when he's robbing the place when they get set up. But yeah, I wasn't expecting the violence to be like that because even that motel scene when the fucking girl's getting dressed 
are getting ready in the restroom and then all of a sudden you see the guy roll up when Ryan Gosling's putting in his head like oh people are here mm. and then she gets her fucking head blown off and they show her fucking skull oh, yeah. coming also, off also before then the the boyfriend as well I I didn't see him dying as well yeah that, that one shit was crazy I like um and how wait and how how it led up to after that scene where um the girl you know Ryan Gosling's in the restroom and the girl right and yeah yeah the that's girl, the scene the girl like, texts the yeah she texts them that, where they're that at that clicked in my head I was like oh shit this bitch is two time a bitch yeah and <laughs> he knows it too yet. and she's still lying to him and that's when he puts on yeah. his gloves and fucking has to check her <laughs> and fucking slaps the shit out of her and tells her not to lie to him um but yeah and then that's it's just gnarly like the fucking when he grabs the shower curtain and fucking like a shower curtain this man grabbed a shower curtain and stabbed this guy in the fucking chest <laughs> And then stole a shotgun and killed the other guy. Um, and I just really like... I like that they don't give you his name <clears throat> in the movie. You never hear his name. So even on the credits, he's just labeled as driver. Because <laughs> um, I don't think you really need his name. I feel like I connected with the character. And I knew that he was an honorable dude. And he was overall a good person. A fucking... Like the hero. Mm-hmm. I say hero because the fucking ending song is the a real hero by I forget who the group is, but so you didn't really need his name to to know all that. So I thought that was pretty. Oh, cool. I actually screenshotted it because I'm gonna I forgot to put it in my playlist. But I had the, the music was tight. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole intro, soundtrack. The intro song is also used at the end, right? I think there's no. there, there's they two use songs. They use the song twice. They use a real yeah. hero twice. They use it. Um, I don't know if it's on purpose, but. You could kind of see it like that because they use a real hero um, when he's driving the son and the girl through the um, city. And he's yeah. like, hey, you want to see something cool? And then he starts driving them. So I don't know if like, that's supposed to show like they Michael. see him as a hero kind of. Like this guy that's stepping up to the plate and you know taking the spot of his dad that's not there. Maybe. Maybe I'm reading too deep into it because I like the movie so much. But uh, there's that part. And then there's also uh, at the end. So they use it when he's accomplished his goal. When Did you see the end coming at all? Kind of. Did you think he was dead? Because at the end is when they meet up. He's finally killed everyone he needs to, I guess. And there's just that one guy left, the main bad guy. And they meet up and he's, oh, just he supposed, to, he's supposed to drop the bunny yeah. off. And that's supposed to be the end of it. But so did you really, did you think he was dead? Cause the last shot of the movie is him sitting in the seat after he's been stabbed and he's just fucking for some reason, not blinking. <laughs> oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Was, that, I mean, I liked it though. Cause I, uh, I for, thought it would have worked either way, <clears throat> but then it, um, I thought when I saw that scene, I thought back to the scene where he was uh, talking to the kid. He's like, Oh, you blinked. Like you lost yeah. this, you lost this, uh, um, the staring contest, the staring contest. Yeah, like he, he didn't make it clear that we're there in the staring contest but i thought back to that scene and i was like ah it's a good callback yeah yeah <laughs> but um what else do i want to say what else do i want to point out oh also like a good judgment of his character i feel is he didn't he wasn't the first one to pull the knife at the end right there like he brought a knife knowing he might need to use it but he got stabbed first because he i'm assuming trusted that dude to me keep a man of his word because that's what he is you mm-hmm. know he keeps his word which they set up at the very beginning yeah, I got that he's like, like the whole movie yeah, yeah. I got, mm-hmm. I'll got. i give you five minutes either side of it you're on your own 
but he's still waiting. He was still waiting like to the yeah. last minute, the last so, second. At the very end, the guy stabs him, and then he's like, "All right, I guess I got to stab this guy back." <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, but overall, I mean, I I love the movie. The music was fucking tight. Um. Uh, the action in it was cool as fuck too. Um, I really like the car chases because they felt realistic. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a Fast and Furious shit. Like the beginning one, the beginning one. It's not really a car chase, but no. But the way the way that yeah, the way he did it was so strategic. You know, just like oh, uh, pull just up listen to, the, to the, the game, yeah, yeah. Turn off the lights, listen to the radio. I was like, oh shit, they have my car marked, so I'm just gonna. Uh, if I see a cop, then I'll gun it. Yeah, bam. No one has to be there by the end of the game to park in the Staples Center. The Clippers, play, Clippers play at Staples Center? I think it was Clippers. I think that. But anyway, to get into the parking lot. The then he fucking right? throws the hat on. He flips the jacket inside out. And he even walks, literally walks right past the and cops. Yeah, no, he, he like... Uh, he way, steps towards awkward, one. Yeah. yeah, like one of those awkward things. <laughs> yeah. So he plays it cool mm. as shit. Like, I would never think that was the guy I was chasing. Mm. But, um, yeah, and then the other part where they get set up at the pawn shop... And they're running away from that guy, and he's fucking driving in reverse, and then he flips it. Uh, but I thought all the action was realistic, which is one of my favorite things about it. But uh, mm-hmm. glad to hear you liked it, man. What would you What would you rate it? Um, uh, do seven out of ten. Mine was a seven out of ten. A B, if we were to read it. Seven out of ten to C. Is it? Yeah. Well, my rating is different. No, okay. I have a weird rating system. Like a seven out of ten. I would do ten out of ten because I like out of ten. Yeah, it's a seven out of ten. Well, I do seven out of ten, and then I do a seven out of ten is worse than a or a C is worse than a seven out of ten, even though percentage wise they're the same. <laughs> and then a B is more, a little worse than an eight out of ten in my book. I don't know. I got a weird system. <laughs> but anyway, seven out of ten. You know, that's cool. I give it a ten out of ten. But that's <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, 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 to, I give a Cloverfield like seven. I think I you'd know. have to. I mean, maybe I don't know. I find every time I watch it, I enjoy it more and more. Mm. So maybe if, I mean I'm down. I mean, it, it's it a movie I can rewatch. It's literally it like ten times. It's a rewatchable movie. This episode is sponsored by the nine one one emergency system for ruining audio quality by driving by my house uh, and making us make a cut. Now back to the show. So Detective Pakachu, it's yes. a mouse with the rat. I mean, a rat it's a with, mouse the with the hat. rat. <laughs> a rat with the hat. Nah, you fucked it up. Right? Damn it. Bail on it. Uh, Detective Pikachu, I mean, just off the bat, I'll give my rating. I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? Yeah. I really enjoyed it, but I definitely had my flaws with it. I would do six out of ten. Six out of I ten. I enjoyed it. It also had I found some flaws in it as well. Yeah, it's like a C plus, seven out of ten. My like I just said before we yeah. were interrupted. I my system's weird. You'll just have to slowly start to listen on my opinions to kind of hone in on what I mean by movies. But um, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, the biggest thing I'm excited for out of it is I'm excited to see them do other Pokemon stories. Like, even though this plot was pretty simple and predictable, at least that's what I felt, I'm excited to see where they could possibly go with it, doing other kind of stories. What about yourself? Um, uh, I echo a lot of the same. Uh, I don't see... I, I don't... I mean, I guess I could, since they don't have a talking Pikachu anymore. They're just going to be based... Uh, 
characters. Yeah, on the actors' yeah. shoulders, and with Pikachu just being in the in the world, surrounding world. Yeah. But that was cool about this movie, just seeing all the po- the, the Pokemon floating and flying around, interacting with the just the, being the part world, of the world. Yeah, being part of the world. That shit was pretty tight. I mean, yeah, I would definitely say I'd probably give the movie like a six out of ten, maybe even just a five out of ten, like an average movie. Five out of ten is pretty harsh. <laughs> I definitely would give it like a six out of ten. If you don't know Pokemon at all or never have known mm. Pokemon. Because they do a decent job of explaining what Pokemon are and, you know, how, how that whole thing works. But I don't think it's enough to fully capture people that don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think if you haven't seen it, like if you're not familiar with the Pokemon franchise in any way, shape, or form, then you probably won't enjoy it as much as someone like me mm-hmm. or Rick here. That's my personal opinion. You think you kind of have to know Pokemon to enjoy it? To watch it? the movie? To, to enjoy, enjoy it? Uh, no, they they do explain it pretty well. I think they do but I think job. mine, my only, if I had to nitpick the movie, that's the only reason why I'm getting giving it a 6 out of 10. It's like, because they're doing some things in the movie just to progress mm-hmm. the movie. And it just seemed too uh, on the head Forced. for me. Yeah. Gotcha. But as yeah. far as the movie being fun and entertaining, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Let's see. So starts off with a little bit of exposition on the main character. At first, I thought it was going to be a complete shit movie, honestly. Because <laughs> um, the, the acting displayed. Huh? In the intro? Yeah, during the beginning. Okay. The yeah. acting displayed. Because, um, right, it does open up on the kid, right? And he's trying to capture that Pokemon yeah. with his... I mean, the with intro intro is Mewtwo breaking out. Breaking out. Yeah. And then after that, it jumps straight to the main character um, and his We're friend. We're this, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it is a spoiler review uh, discussion. So if you haven't seen the movie, you know, watch it. Thanks. And then come back. Or if you don't care, just listen. Stick around. Yeah. But, um, so after that, they go into this scene with his friend and the friend's explaining Pokemon. Why don't you have a Pokemon? You know, everyone has a Pokemon. And then so you learn that this guy clearly has some issues with Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know, and he's accepted that because he doesn't care to have one. Um... But yeah, the acting kind of displayed there was pretty average at best. So I was like, man, this is going to suck. <laughs> They're going to rely heavy on like the nostalgia of Pokemon. But yeah, I mean, he got better throughout the movie, in my opinion. I don't know if you felt that his acting was uh, good or not. Uh, I like I like that uh, character in general, or him mm-hmm. as an actor in general. Yeah. Uh, what did I see? Fuck my He's in another Netflix show. He's in a Netflix show. Um, oh, the, 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 fuck my life. Will Smith's son's in it. It's a hip-hop show. Uh, damn, Doesn't I really can't. Know. Wait, but you like he, him in that yeah, he's, I like him in, in that show, and I was um, <clears throat> I was happy to see that he was in, in a movie, a movie role, at least for me. You know, just, I don't know. I, I really wanted to see him do something big, and this was his big move. And you thought he delivered. I, I mean, from what I've seen in the in the show, it was it was pretty, and then in this movie, it was good. Yeah, I felt like he delivered with his um when he was acting by himself. I felt like he because most of the thing it literally it was it was literally him acting by himself. True, Pikachu wasn't really in the room. Yeah, so this is all him talking to himself. True, so I think he he played it off really well. Fair point. I do think the biggest 
star of the movie. The biggest thing is <laughs> Pikachu. Ryan Reynolds' is Pikachu is it's pretty Ryan hilarious. <laughs> um, he really carries it to me. Thanks. Uh, carries it for me, should I say. But uh, yeah, so so from there, then he gets the news. His dad passed. And dun, 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 he has to go to the whatever, Rhyme City? Rhyme City. Called? It is Rhyme City. So he goes to Rhyme City, which I don't know if it's from the game. I never Rhyme played City. the game. <laughs> I never played the game, so I don't know if that's actually what the city's called or whatever for a Detective uh-huh. Pikachu video game. But uh, he goes there, and again, they start to nail the fact that he Your doesn't like dead. Pokemon. His dad's dead. The chief, or whatever the fuck, is like why didn't you have a pokemon you know like all that shit you used to love pokemon so you get some more backstory that this guy clearly has some issue with pokemon which eventually is revealed later he goes to the apartment where we meet the chick character i don't remember her name the the reporter the reporter yeah the reporter girl intern who i thought might be the worst part of the movie (laughs) i didn't really like her too much um in my opinion her acting Mm. was pretty flat i'm not an actor so mm. um you know she probably did a better job than i could but i'm just critiquing it. it's my opinion uh, i thought she wasn't that good i much preferred psyduck <laughs> <laughs> hey so, well they become one in the end of, uh, by the yeah, end of the movie so, cool. one. so you like you like her a little more towards the end <laughs> yeah they do uh so in the apartment we get even mm. more fucking backstory that this kid used to like pokemon because he goes into his old room or no. technically the room the yeah, dad made dad for made him. him. He's not. It's not his old room. Yeah, it's cre- it's kind of creepy. Yeah, it's all fucked up. It's creepy. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Um, he goes into that room and it's decorated Pokemon because yeah, yeah. clearly the dad knew he liked Pokemon. <clears throat> um, you see pictures of like the mom and stuff, and none of so the dad. you know there's like yeah nothing of the dad. That's not even revealed to the very end. You never yeah, see you the dad. See, you don't even see his face. I didn't even know it was a white guy until the very end. You did it. You well, I mean, there's pieces. There's flashes. Yeah, in, in the neck. flashes they show he's white. But Pale. Like, other than that, um, they don't really do a good job. Like, I mean, no, I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> Scratch that thought. But uh, yeah, so it's just a lot of exposition kind of. It took a little while for it to pick up. But then once Pikachu mm-hmm. actually gets involved in the movie, yeah, that's, that's when it takes off. Really, yeah, picking up. Um, in the movie, Pikachu has amnesia. They don't originally tell you why he has amnesia. Um, you don't really find out till To the very end. Close to the end. When did they first meet the crippled guy? Um, the whole city did was... Did you kind of... You already figured it out by then? I didn't figure it out until... Uh, like cause... who Pikachu was? Yeah. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean, figure that out. I had a feeling Did but... you figure out that his dad was inside Pikachu? No. No? No, I kind of... I figured that's where they were going to go with it. after that. At that point, I didn't. Okay. But ever since I saw the trailer, I thought that's yeah. where they were going to go. Just because ah, it was a kid's shit. movie. Okay. I was hoping since it was a kid's movie, spoilers for the end of the movie, the dad isn't Pikachu. That's why he can talk and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Kind of, I guess. They don't really explain why he can talk. Is yeah, it because he snorted the fucking dust? No, it's because it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds' dad is inside Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu. You mean the kid's dad. The kid's dad. Ryan Reynolds is inside Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The kid's, the kid's dad is inside Pikachu. is also the dad. Yeah. So, uh, uh, which is one of my biggest complaints. Wouldn't you recognize your dad's voice? <laughs> he doesn't know his dad. He never talked to him. He never wanted to go see him. Well, I mean, he knew up until the mom died. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he said till he his, his mom died. Yeah, you're right. And then he him. started going heavy into his work, and that's when he stopped seeing his dad. Mm-hmm. And they said in the film that was when he was 11. Damn. So he had 11 years to you're know right. his dad. You're right. But well, anyway, they, they do they do show that though in, in the uh, 
they explain it where uh, his his dad was dying, and then Pikachu offered off his bo- offered his her body, like hey, a Mewtwo as says, a vessel. Yeah, if Pikachu can save his life, body, yeah. can save your life. So that's how Pikachu can talk to him. Um, but yeah, so Pikachu. But it's initially thought that it was. And when they do that, horror. Pikachu's memory gets erased, mm. um, which is why he has amnesia throughout the whole movie. Which is the whole plot of the movie. They're trying to figure out. Um, why this is happening why he has amnesia and why they can talk to each other which and is, where the dad is at which actually pays off i mean it's cool to find out now after because uh you know how he can't use his, his powers because you can't use his powers yeah i didn't know until the very end i was like oh shit okay so that explains why he can't use his, his he's powers never yeah, he's never used them he's a fucking human yeah he's no yeah <laughs> i mean he slowly figures them out uh, which leads to that battle scene. I mean, did you find that scene pretty cool where they have like the underground fucking Pokemon yeah, Charizard fights? In there. Yeah, Charizard versus Pikachu. I thought Gengar's character design was bad. bad. He's the only one I thought that was bad. Like, I liked all the other ones, but he just didn't look like Gengar to me. Like, it looked super weird. <laughs> Gyarados was tight. Like, Sonic weird. <laughs> Gengar, at least. Gyarados was tight. <laughs> that was pretty funny when he was trying to. He's like, they just need a little kick. And <laughs> yes. Throws him and he just starts flopping on the ground. <laughs> that was definitely funny. Funniest part of the movie. Not funniest part of the movie, but one of the funniest parts is like when they're interrogating Mr. Mine. Mm, yeah, that's pretty funny. That was pretty funny. <laughs> they can start just, pouring gasoline. Just for the on. trailers is funny. <laughs> yeah, the trailers made it funny, but I thought it was funnier in there. Yeah. Because they, they ended up getting continued. inside his box. Yeah, yeah. It continued. I thought, you know, most trailers just they give you everything in the trailer. This one. There's yeah, more to there it. was more to tight. it. Um, it was pretty funny that they threaten him by dumping the gas on him, and then he leads it outside, and then he gives up the information, and they accidentally drop the imaginary match on the <laughs> yeah, gasoline yeah. anyway. So I don't know. Did they murder him? <gasps> Yo, did he imaginary burn himself up. alive? But uh, but yeah, I thought the storyline, for the most part, after that was pretty predictable. Um, the only thing that I didn't really predict. So they meet the old man. The old man tells him that his son, um, my son, that his son is evil doo-doo. and he's trying to turn Pokemon against humans, which is hinted at throughout the movie with Pokemon attacking humans mm. when they smell this purple dust. Yeah. Magic stuff. Purple um, cane. So <laughs> uh, he says, my son's bad. I hired your dad to track down mm. my son and figure out what he's doing or blah, blah, blah. And so I knew it was bullshit. I was like, well, that's bullshit. I thought it was bullshit right there. And you learn later on that it is bullshit because they end up finding Mewtwo, which is what the dad wanted in the first place Mm -hmm. because he's the key to this big master plan the dad has to merge Pokemon into one with humans because the dad's in a wheelchair and he doesn't like that because poor him. Uh, So with that, I thought that the son was also going to be a evil but it turns out that the evil son is actually a ditto ditto and the actual son was inside of a closet, a closet for the Holland. whole time yeah who knows how <laughs> long days it's <laughs> father of the year uh how did you like that little ditto twist it looks i mean thing? ditto looks weird it period. looked funny because he had fucking, like the button eyes yeah that was fucking terrifying but definitely uh, nightmare inducing but uh the twist i mean it got me I was like, yeah. oh shit! I, was I like, didn't yeah. know it was Ditto. Yeah, I thought that's why. So I thought they were both going to be evil, but it ends up being mm-hmm. a Ditto. And the son is a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
he doesn't really do much, I guess. They, he they don't he, he doesn't he do much, but character. throughout the whole movie they made him seem like the bad guy. Yeah, and that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, so I thought he was the bad guy, and I thought the dad was also the bad guy. Oh, uh, you know the one funny thing that happened in the theater? There yeah. was a couple chicks that were sitting next to us mm-hmm. who were watching it, and they were commenting on the movie, which is like I find I I, I kind of have a problem with that every now and then, but this one comment they made made me laugh. <laughs> what was that? Uh, uh, it's it's the scene where Pikachu drops at the end, where uh, Mewtwo catches Pikachu. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know they save Mewtwo finally when yeah. Mewtwo faints yeah, yeah, yeah. and they both fall. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember. Pikachu's falling to the ground, and uh, just before Pikachu hits the ground, Mewtwo saves him, saves Pikachu by uh, Pikachu levitating him. Yeah, like his kinetic powers. Yeah, and before they fall like completely to the ground, they come to the ground, you see the kid turning the corner <laughs> around the building. Like, you know, like oh, he... yeah, like he's ready at the yeah. bottom. And the people next to, it, next to us said, damn, he's a fast runner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. Like almost instantly, <laughs> he's already funny. at the bottom. So that was a little strange how he got down there so quick. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so the evil guy merges himself with Mewtwo. They all, he fucking... His plans go in according to plan, mm-hmm. and the only way to stop it is to get the headset off of him. Which, in my Mewtwo. opinion, you should have had a more foolproof plan, man. Like you know, merge yourself with Mewtwo completely or something. Like if all you got to do is take the headset it, off. If you know how to merge Pokemon with humans, why don't I do it with you and Mewtwo? Yeah. So pretty simple plan, but Ditto puts up a fight and stops the guy for quite some time. Uh, Pikachu finally learns how to use his powers and he's able to distract Mewtwo enough so that the main character can take the headset off. And then that's when that scene happens where they both fall mm-hmm. and then... The Volt charge with tight. Yeah, the Volt tackle or something. Or something yeah. um, it's a little weird, I guess, to save time. Mewtwo, when he was fusing the Pokemon, he had to do it like in the general area. Like he, But then when Mewtwo's himself again... He just like Thanos is it. He snaps. Well, because he knows how to use he knows how to use his powers as opposed to the guy learning. That's what I figured. (laughs) I was just trying to nitpick. Can let me nitpick? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, so Mewtwo undoes all that, and then you know everyone happily ever after. The Mewtwo unfuses Pikachu with his dad, which I was hoping they didn't do. I really just wanted the dad to be dead. Continue. Oh, to you know have a. Talking Pikachu throughout yeah, the whole series. Yeah, just have talking Pikachu. Um, but still, I mean, it's still it's a children's movie, so I was like, yeah, they're probably not going to just kill the dad. He's going to have to survive. Um, so they do that. It ends up being Ryan Reynolds as a dude. Not not literally Ryan Reynolds, but the dad <laughs> is uh, played by Ryan Reynolds, which is why my complaint with the, the voice is, wouldn't you recognize your dad's voice? Also, it wasn't a surprise to me. Once I once they told me, like, oh, this is your dad's inside the Pikachu. I, I didn't think they were going to have a, another, you know, a, 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 a random dude with Ryan Reynolds' voiceover. Yeah. His voice. People in, no in the theater were reacting like, oh, it is Ryan Reynolds. So, I mean, yeah. it is a It's the only me. logical choice. Yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty shitty if it was just a random dude with Ryan Reynolds' voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. You got me there. Ryan Reynolds looking like a hip dad, though. Mm-hmm. Well. Facts. But, uh, he lost all his uh, Deadpool muscles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was looking super. That's the one thing I found. I was like, turned to my girlfriend and I was like, "Is Ryan Reynolds' legs that skinny? Because <laughs> yeah, they look like, like goddamn twigs." <laughs> I was like, I thought I could have sworn he was like more fucking muscular than that, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, anything you'd like to add on? That's kind of the story. My kind of complaints with it. Other than that, though, I still really enjoyed it. 
at the end of the day, I do think it's a kids movie. So like, I I don't hold too much of it against it. I know a lot of critics out there are like it doesn't matter if it's a kids movie or a drama or whatever. It's a movie, so you should base They're, it off yeah. movie. But it's like, come on, it's a kids movie. It was fun. It was cool. People are, are too tough on things nowadays. Enjoy the thing. Enjoy the small things, y'all. Definitely, I definitely uh, look forward to what the Pokemon franchise movies might look like. Maybe we'll see some epic battle, like tournament battle style they things. They look tight. They could do it. That'd be really dope. They kind of just barely hinted at it in the underground scenes here, mm-hmm. but they could do a full yeah, on before then storyline. Like the the TV shows or when they were talking about Rhyme City, like uh, we have our greatest. Uh, our stadium battles here and this and that and they show like a little glimpse of how it looks yeah. that looks pretty tight so i mean the movie's doing well enough that they probably will make they'd be i think foolish not to make another pokemon based movie but i guess that's not my call so we'll just have to wait and see and we're back hello cool. all right so now we'll wrap up the show here and get to our mystery movie randomizer i should make like a drop for that Feels spooky. Oh, spooky because it's mystery. You're right. Ghost sounds. Um, let's see. Let's have you start this one off. All right, I'm gonna hit the randomizer. On this beach. All right, so I'm on the what's called realgood.com. That's e r e e l g o o d dot com, and you can uh. Pick different uh, streaming services and then randomizes the shows between it. And I'm we're just doing just movies. And I'm gonna hit the spin button. Right, it's spinning. Look at it. You see this it. It's actually a very fast spin. It's super fast. And the movie what I got is, get? if not for His Grace, a 2015 movie. I've never even heard of this goddamn movie. It's a drama. Definitely never heard of that movie. Uh, Who's it starring? It is the Ralph. Okay, the description is. The Randolph family is the pillar of a neighborhood in an urban Los Angeles community. And Rev. Williams Randolph is the glue that holds the family together. His wife, Ruth, depends on William for <laughs> for guidance with with what? Well, 10-year-old Jacqueline. Yo, this is, this is a drama. Yeah, sounds That's like a real stinker. Yo, he's got a... We'll keep the... Scores hidden. Movie. We won't tell you guys the scores of these movies. The IMDb movies? IMDb score? Yeah. Just don't say it. Okay. It'll be better. We can tell it maybe next week when we actually go over it. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My turn to spin. Let's get a picture of it. And here we go. You can click it for me. Oh, I'm going to judge you. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Click on the it's TV spinning, show. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's not spinning. We just have slow internet here. Okay. Wait, what was the name of yours? Uh, I took a picture of it. It's all good or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yours came out 2015. Anyway, 20 mine sounded similar. What mine is, is titled Somewhere Else Tomorrow. The hell? Came out in 2013. Somewhere Else Tomorrow. Is it a drama? It's a it's documentary. Oh, that's Action paid. Adventure. You might like this. Documentaries are usually good. I mean, hopefully. We'll see. How does it an action adventure documentary? The hell? That'll be interesting. Oh, because it's Warzone Borders. Oh, shit. It might be boring. Hmm. 
and very informative for very are we going to do documentaries do we count those as movies i think they're, they count as movies because you get the michael jackson oh mm, i don't know if it's like not split up i, I guess it's a movie if it's an hour movie. long hour and a half i guess it's just the way it's uh shot okay we'll see what do you think you want to rule it out we can rule it out well, I'm just going to say if we're going to try to debate plot points and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're right. All right, go. There's no Move plot. It. Like, it's real life. <laughs> oh, shit. I hit watch. All right. Second choice. Oh, my God. Is a movie called Mega Fault. Made in 2009. And, oh, my God. If you could see this poster for this, it looks like it's going to be real good. Is it like one of those little Cloverfield movies? I think you're going to love it. <laughs> I think you'll love it. <laughs> When miner Charlie Boomer Baxter sets off a series of massive mining detonations in West Virginia, a gigantic mine. earthquake Whoa. is soon rocking the North Atlantic, exposing a deep seismic fault that runs the length of the North American continent. This is sci-fi as fuck, huh? Yeah. There's no way. It's got... probably made by the same company that does Sharknado. You probably have no budget for this shit. What's it called again? So Mega fault. Mega I'm going to send you pictures. I'm screenshotting this shit. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so those are the two movies we're gonna get uh, we're both gonna watch those this upcoming week and facts we're gonna try to convince each other that ours was better um do you want to talk about the ones that we saw last yeah last week? so the ones we picked out last week which um, we'll get off screen <laughs> yeah off screen as we explained earlier uh i'll have rick do you want me to go first yeah you All describe right. your movie first so uh when i came in here today did you notice Besides the cool shades, that I was a little more cultural, uh, culturally advanced. Did you did you notice that? No, you're just wearing a white shirt, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, well, my movie is an Indian film. Okay. And it was called. It, it translates to ice. Okay. And then the name is uh, Jello. So G J G E L O. Okay. And it's all subbed. It's all Indian. Okay. Um. What uh, what genre are we talking here? A drama. It's also a drama. It's a drama. Ro- romance drama. What about like runtime? What are we looking at? It's like an hour and a half, I okay. believe. So, and Top um, uh, first off, I love the way this movie starts. Okay. It's a fucking, it's a musical, man. It's like a- yeah, that's how they do it over there. <laughs> they love the musicals. I thought it was gonna be like, uh, it looked like one, uh very long music video for a song i've never heard okay was it a good song <laughs> it was pretty good okay. it was a love song but i mean it was funny because i was expecting you know just like a dramatic a dramatic movie a romance movie mm-hmm. starts off literally starts off with a song and the people in the in the shot are the two people that you'll follow throughout the movie um you can clearly see that they're in love yeah but the, the way they're reacting is not um like they're in a movie it's like they're in a music video where they're shooting uh, a love scene, love love scenes. Mm-hmm. So you can't really tell it's a movie. I was like, oh, okay, so this is just the intro to or the beginning of the movie, and it, it's gonna cut, and then you know the movie's gonna start yeah. different. No, it, it bleeds into it, so it, it blends into the movie. Interesting. As soon as the song the song is over, it's literally you know it's starting. Gotcha. <laughs> You're in the, um, it's pretty cool. It it is pretty cool. I found I, I found it cool. It's definitely a movie you never would have watched otherwise, right? Yeah, so I, I really like this uh, roulette thing. It, it brought me on to this. I started laughing as soon as I saw that, so it already got me there. Um, 
but I didn't, I didn't really want to poop poop on it as much i was like you know i'm gonna give this movie a, a real a real try yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> these are the notes i got then okay so the next note i got is like every uh, the lover's quarrel leads to smashing a woman's two foot tall hut <laughs> so i don't know i don't know um in throughout this movie these two people it's like a romeo and juliet movie i'd like to know really quick we don't know Indian culture, and we don't mean to offend anybody. Yeah, true. We I'm do. sorry. <laughs> if, if Just I a heads up. I have no idea about Indian culture. Yeah. So, um, it but she has movie. a two-foot hut. <laughs> it's smashed. a wall. It's like, I don't know. It's like a little... They're cooking... Or she's cooking something okay. behind it. I don't know. <laughs> but it's very important. Okay. Because it's fucked up. It's a fucked up scene, apparently. They make it look fucked up. But um, these two people, it's like a Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. They're not supposed to be meant... They're not supposed to be together. Okay. Uh, is it like an arranged marriage? Yeah, the woman, the, the lady is supposed to be married off to someone else, but they can't find so, uh, someone suitable. Gotcha. And he is too poor to be with her. Okay. Um, although he doesn't look poor at all, <laughs> he looks like they look all dressed up in this shit. Hmm. Um, there's a mild conflict between the townspeople over, over some water. Um, it never really clarifies on that, but it, for some reason he's involved and his family is mm. but it doesn't really say like hey it's your fault this and that um and then that's where later on in the movie he finds out that he's too poor to be with the, the girl so he's like you know you can't be we can't be together so there's some drama in like him trying to push away the girl but that is immediately immediately thrown out the window because i don't know how it leads back to them leads back into their lovers quarrel or i mean back where they're back together because mm-hmm. they're literally this one scene they're uh <laughs> he's pushing her away mm-hmm. and then the next scene they're in the bed in the same bed together i don't know what the fuck, it's huh. it's fucking crazy so but it's the, got some weird editing yeah weird choices editing. and there's two musicals in this by the way <laughs> okay that's usually the ending number right in the middle it breaks oh, out okay. into song again also really quick what year are we talking 2005 or 15 i think oh, okay. 2015 gotcha One of those. 2005 okay i didn't really take a picture or anything that's cool more modern not like an 80s or yeah 90s. no it's more modern and um i mean overall they, the cameras they used fucking it was great just the acting was <laughs> kind of iffy. iffy yeah because uh, later on they they they're planning on running away <laughs> they're planning on running away and um it, it's leading up to that night they finally get caught mm-hmm. and um so they see each other kind of at night normally yeah they see each other at night the no they see each other throughout the day too but it's but like secretly. more secretly yeah and then at gotcha. night they hang out and you know in the bed and okay. stuff and um when the guy leaves someone some dude catches him and he's like i don't know how he saw over this wall because he was like 20 feet away mm-hmm. and he runs into him and he's like this is bad son you can't do that and then the lady walks off and then her sister-in-law sees her and is like you you don't even know that guy but she's like begging for her her life basically because in this world i guess or in their culture they would kill her oh, at least that's what it's like that's alluding to says, yeah. yeah she's like don't tell oh, don't tell dad because he would kill me he would kill me it's like i would be indebted you don't tell don't kill me mm-hmm. um so they run off <laughs> and this is where it's funny again. Uh, 
and it's you know it's, it's not meant to be funny it's just for me to watch this yeah because you're not used to it. yeah i'm not I know used that's to how it. they do it a lot. yeah like I, a lot of indian films <laughs> break into song yeah i'm not used to it it didn't break out into the song but it was there were supposed to be dramatic scenes that with dramatic music that weren't as dramatic as the music led on to be gotcha uh, so there were scenes where like the, the military quote unquote military which was like three guys <laughs> were out looking for them okay. in the same town it's just I guess it was um, in, you were supposed to believe that it was a different town that they were searching but it was mm-hmm. literally the same town they were searching it's funny the interactions between the, the, the soldiers but um, they're finally caught and that's when the hut is being kicked down because the brother-in-law of the the brother of the woman hates the brother, the the, the guy, mm-hmm. and I guess he's related to this lady who has this little hut that I don't know. They all live close to each other. Gotcha. And he just, as soon as the lady gets up from a little hut to go get some materials, I guess the guy comes in with a shovel and kicks down her her like little pile. Of, it was gotcha. it was three three layers of brick, breaks it down, and it's just the music behind it is gotcha. so dramatic. Know, but overall, it's funny. Funny to me. That's how it ends. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is there a happy ending? I don't know. <laughs> you don't remember? I didn't. I didn't have time. You didn't I, finish before I came in. No, I know. You thought you could get away with it. I could. I called you out. I had it. I had it. So I win this debate by default. That's facts. But anyway, uh, I got the 2016 film A24. A produced which is uh, rick's favorite studio uh american honey have nah, you heard of american honey seen it, it. Gotcha. so not my favorite <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, american honey is starring shia labeouf yeah uh, he's like the second main character this movie you won't recognize anybody more than likely because it actually was cast um by a bunch of just random ass people the director would just sometimes pull up to like a parking lot or whatever. Okay. And just do like impromptu. I found out later would do like impromptu interviews and auditions for people. And if they were good enough, they got a spot in the what? movie. <laughs> yeah. So you won't recognize anybody besides uh, Shia LaBeouf more than likely. I didn't recognize anyone besides him. Um, yeah. So this came out 2016. He had like a rat tail, like a super long braid so it was all you know like a normal haircut and then yeah super long braid mullet i don't know if the not even a mullet jedi jedi kind of it was super long though it was like to his chest but i don't know if the director didn't like it or what because like it's almost not in any of the shots like it's there but it's never prominent so that was a little funny maybe that's shallow boof um runtime for this movie two hours and 43 minutes it was a very long movie I was like, fuck, when I got it, I got to dedicate two hours and 43 minutes to it. And I had heard mixed things about it because mm. I actually was interested in seeing this when it first came out in 2016, but I just never got around to it because um, it's like a super indie movie and I don't think it was showing really anywhere around me. And also I just didn't care that much about it to go. So um, surprisingly for all of the unknown actors and just random people that are starring in this movie... I thought it was actually really well acted by everybody. The performances were actually really good. Uh, I guess I should kind of explain the plot. So you start off on this movie and it's this girl and these two kids are dumpster diving out back uh, of a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty sick. They find like a chicken 
a uh, packaged chicken, raw chicken. And fresh. she's like, I mean, it's in the dumpsters. So how fresh could it be? Expired on that same day. Probably something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's um, mm-hmm. they pick it out of the dumpster and she's trying to hitchhike. She's, you know, putting her thumb out to try to get attention to cars. No one's um, stopping, pulling over for her. And then finally there's this van uh, that drives by. Not a beetle? No. <laughs> Not a yellow beetle? No. Not Bumblebee. <laughs> It's a, a big white van, like a oh. van pool. It has windows. It's not creepy. They say candy on the side. Nope. <laughs> so it drives by and the camera pans as it's driving by. And then the passenger seat, front passenger seat, it's filled with people. Someone's mooning. Um, <laughs> and the front passenger seat is Shia LaBeouf's character. And he locks eyes with this girl. <gasps> you can tell they're already trying to build this like romance between them. And so they don't stop for her, though. They pull over <laughs> into a parking lot across the street to go to their grocery store. And then this girl offers the kids like, oh, who wants a Mountain Dew? And then they're like, I thought you didn't have money, you broke ass bitch. <laughs> and then they go into the store anyway. And she goes in there and she locks eyes with Shia LaBeouf again. I'm going to flip flop from Shia LaBeouf and Shia LaBeouf because that's just what I do. Shia LaBeouf. I like Shia LaBeouf. So Shia. Um, they lock say, eyes at the register. I this chicken. Do you want some chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but... Uh, they lock eyes and he's at like the register to pay and they're they're making faces at each other and stuff and then the song diamonds by rihanna comes on i think that's the name of the song mm-hmm. diamonds in the sky or whatever uh and then everyone that's part of their group they all look like white trash um everyone in their group is like starts dancing and shit getting rowdy and so security comes and kicks them out of the store then this chick follows shia out of the store and he's like, oh, what's up, baby? You like me? <laughs> Not like that, but essentially. <laughs> paraphrasing here. And he's like, oh, I got some work. If you want to come, you know, we'll be going to Kansas City. And she's like, she's like, no, I don't want to go. And then he's persisting. And she's like, no. And he's like, all right, meet us at Motel 6 if you want to go tomorrow morning. Last chance. And so this chick goes home. And then you can see she has like a deadbeat boyfriend, kind of a real piece of shit. And these kids, I'm pretty sure... There's no like real exposition, which I like, but at the same time, I'm also a little confused as to what's happening. But, mm. you know, I'm pretty sure it's her boyfriends, sisters, children are the kids she's with because she looks more like a mixed, like white and black, maybe. Um, her name is Star. So she's watching after these kids for whatever reason. And you can just learn, you slowly learn that she's not happy with her life, essentially. Um, they live in a real piece of shit house. There's like nothing in the fridge. Clearly they just got the chicken <laughs> out of the dumpster. So she's not really happy with her life. And later she meets up at this like rodeo club or some shit. And that's where the mom of the kids are. And she brings the kids and she ends up running away. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go to the restroom. And she fucking dips and leaves the kids there with the mom. The mom doesn't want the kids. She's like, why should I take the kids? And she's like, cause they're yours, bitch. And that's why she runs away. And then so the next morning, she hops in that van with Shia's crew and stuff. And it kind of gets boring for a little bit Mm. because it's a fucking three-hour movie. It doesn't need to be three hours, but it definitely gets boring for a while. You kind of, there's so many characters, the van's packed, so you're learning about all these people. 20 minutes of I Spy. Not really, but there's about like 10, 15 minutes. It's just like, a lot of the movie takes place in the car. So you learn what their job, their work that they do is they're a traveling magazine sales team. 
So they go door to door and sell magazines. Hmm. Uh, they go door to door and sell magazines. And that's really about all they do. It's a, it's a drama romance. So slowly throughout each trip they make uh, to these different cities, Shia LaBeouf's character and Star, uh, they grow closer to each other. And you kind of don't like the character of Star because she's kind of, I don't know, dumb. Okay. <laughs> I would say she doesn't make the smartest decisions. Like, I don't know, she's a very emotional character. She doesn't think too logically. So since she's new to this whole um, traveling magazine thing, she meets up with the leader of the group and at her hotel room. And there's a man in the bed covered by the sheets and you can tell that star is kind of getting upset physically um thinking that that's shia labeouf because she thinks uh shia labeouf's character is um sleeping with this lady and she's kind of leading on to her uh, he's leading on to her you know that they are going to start a relationship or something that's what she's taken away from it so then after that there's just little things where now Shia's character has to train her how to sell these magazines. And he's like the top salesman in the group. He's like, can sell anything. They really try to say that he can sell anything. That's one of the points they really hit home. So he's on sale calls, sale, not uh, cold calls with her yeah. going door to door. And the very first place they go to, obviously if you've ever met like a salesman, they'll say what they have to say. They might lie to get the sale, which is what he's doing. And the lady, he's he's lying to the lady that he's trying to sell to, saying that he's, like, in college. And she asks what he's studying, and he says politics. And she laughs. And his character, Star, essentially blows their cover because they're not in college. Like, And the line he's trying to pass off is that he's his sister. And so she just blows their cover, and he gets upset at that, and she gets upset, and it's just a constant of that really it's like three hours of them getting upset <laughs> at one another but then coming back together so like the first hour and a half they're kind of building this relationship and then they finally have sex um, hey. yeah they finally end up having sex because full-on nudity um no it gets pretty sexual even before that you see a dick is the first thing he's a nudity you need don't recognize yeah. there's a character that pulls his dick out a lot like it's a game they kind of mention that they don't have much in their life since they're always on the road so they have these little games that they play and one of the games they play is when this Pull character pulls out. his dick out they all jump him <laughs> so he pulls his dick out for fun um yeah it's a little weird <laughs> but uh you just learn these characters rules and kind of their life that they're going through but the main focus is the romance on those two characters um he a lot of the characters hint that Shia LaBeouf's character is kind of whipped out on the leader like he does whatever he says she says and the movie does imply that a lot but it also still definitely shows that he cares for this character the star chick but star doesn't really see it so she's constantly like sabotaging their own relationship that can't necessarily exist yeah because it's just not ethical for their sales group but yeah overall i liked it i mean like i said already it's it's pretty repetitive as far as them fighting with each other then making up with each other and then fighting with each other and uh, yeah do they make up 
again. One more time. At the very end, they do make up one more time because at the very end, uh, at one point during the movie, she goes off with these three like cowboy redneck dudes, <sighs> and it's kind of looking like they might try to sexually assault oh, her or something like that. Um, and at one point before that, Shia LaBeouf, when he's training her, shows that he carries a gun on him. Mm. But anyway, so she's with these cowboys and they're drinking. She's getting drunk. And then like they hear like howling and they think it's like a wolf because they're on the middle of nowhere. It's only daytime, but it ends up being Shia LaBeouf. He comes oh, out fuck. from the... Yeah. <laughs> he somehow tracked him down and he's uh, he tells all the cowboys to jump in the pool because uh, they're in their backyard and so they jump in the pool and he's just like shooting around threatening them mm-hmm. and then he steals their car with her um and then that's when the first time they have sex and then the next time they get in a fight again because what's it called she's jealous of the main leader girl again she constantly throughout the movie thinks that she he's sleeping with the main leader girl so, um, now they're in this new city and they all get there and, uh, it's like a jealousy sex thing they have in the field. And then the last time he gets really pissed towards the end of the movie because again, she goes off with this dude and this dude pays her a thousand dollars to spend the night with him. Um, and it's not even implied at first. He just wants like a fucking hand job. But she's talking through it, and so it ruins it for the guy. And so what he says is uh, to just take off your panties, and like she just, he just wants her to spread her legs, and like he's looking at her fucking vagina. They don't show the okay. vagina or his dick. Actually, I think they show the tip of his dick. It's real dark though. But anyway, he's fucking jerking off to just the side of her vagina. That's a pretty pricey thousand bucks. Um, you know, you have the internet for that. <laughs> but uh you, you don't know that i guess not what does this take place out in the desert or something they're on like the oil fields and like Boom, fucking no wherever internets. yeah who knows but it pays over a thousand dollars and this is what i mean by the character just doesn't make the right decisions because shia labeouf confronts her he again she the the dude that paid for this two thousand <laughs> no <laughs> the dude that pays for this fucking hands-off experience drops her off where they're meeting up at this house like an airbnb almost mm. or something um and shia labeouf's waiting there and fucking kicks the guy's ass <gasps> and then he kind of questions her like oh did he fuck you like did you let him fuck you and she could just say no but she doesn't say no and mm. then, yeah i think shia labeouf they don't show it but it's implied like he fucking reaches like and touches her fucking vag yeah maybe to see if there's moisture or something and he just keeps asking, like, what'd he do? What'd she do? What did you guys do? And she just doesn't refuses to say anything until she finally she says, why does it matter? You're fucking, um, her name's Crystal, the main mm-hmm. leader chick. You're fucking Crystal. So why does it matter? And um, he loses his fucking mind. And he thinks that that means that he she had sex with this dude, which they didn't. And he gets off on his motorcycle and he fucking just dips. And then, like, the following morning, or two days later, uh, Star meets up with Crystal again, and they're having this meeting, and then again in the bed, there's a man with the sheets over him, and Star's thinking that that's Shia LaBeouf's character. But Crystal tells her that Shia LaBeouf's gone. She told him that he could never come back because he's uh, getting too emotional or something. And then a couple days pass, and Shia LaBeouf's now in the van, with everyone he never really travels in the van 
he's always driving the main chick around in her Mustang. Uh, but he's in the van, and she's still being all standoffish and not really accepting him. But then it ends on, like, this party scene, and he gives her a fucking turtle. <laughs> like, a, yeah, he gives her a turtle, and she walks over to the the, like, pond, lake area that they're at. And she lets the turtle go into the water. And then she goes into the water. And then she dunks her head and comes out. And then I believe that's where it ends. It's a weird movie. It's a very it's a weird movie. It's actually, it's pretty good. I probably It's so long that it's hard to fucking yeah. describe it. But I think it's kind of worth checking out. I mean, if you're not into romance dramas, then maybe not. But as far as like romance movies, it's a better one. I'd probably give it like a c plus b minus kind of thing um yeah i don't really know the themes of the movie i can't tell you if there's a point to that movie it's just kind of maybe i don't know <clears throat> I, yeah <laughs> it's just a movie it's, it's just one of those movies that's just like a story that yeah. doesn't really have a point in my opinion if you see a point in the movie you know feel free to let me know but to me it's just a story about some chick that's running away from home I remember the, all fucked up the trailers and the emotions, the advertising for that movie. It was. I remember like one trailer. They made it seem like a Bonnie and Clyde type of type of movie. Did they? I remember it being like I could have sworn it was more like drug heavy kind of stuff. Mm. Seemed like, but like I said, that's because all these characters look like fucking white <laughs> trash, like druggies. That's what they look like. Um, but yeah, I'd say positives are definitely the performances. Uh, the acting's really good, considering one that most of these people are unknowns, just random people that mm-hmm. they met. Um, yeah, story's pretty simple overall. Uh, negative would be that uh, it's just fucking long. <laughs> it's really long, but I definitely think it's worth checking out. So when does Thanos snap his finger in this movie? This two-hour long. Movie? Uh, he actually comes <laughs> in. It's the post-credits. He comes yeah. in and he's like, "I'll do it myself." He's like, "You're no longer in yeah. Transformer movies, Shia LaBeouf." Yeah. But I mean, I always like Shia LaBeouf. Like, I, like Shia I know LaBeouf. people shit on him a lot because of his antics outside of, which is um, bullshit. I like I like the fact that um, I like the Transformer movies. I was sad when they let him go. I think he made the Transformer movie. Yeah, Transformer probably movies. the best part of the Transformer movies. Facts. Yeah. Some I've always thought he was a good actor. Boyish. I think he's coming out. I just saw some news article. Because right now the Cannes Film Festival is uh, going on. Mm. So there was something about... I don't know if it was his movie he directed or he was starring in it. But it was getting a lot of praise. Is it called Just Do It? I don't know. Get it. Get it done. Oh. <laughs> the fucking meme. I forgot about that meme. Just do it. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know how to fucking transition out of this. But yeah, you should check the movie out, I guess, if it sounded interesting to you. Probably didn't because that was a terrible description of it. But it was just so long. It's a lot of info. Yeah, it was just so long. And it was two hours and 43 minutes. Like, And there was no clear points in the movie. It was kind of mm-hmm. repetitive. But I would check it out for the performances. And if you like romance movies, but if not, maybe you shouldn't really check it out. I know we're supposed to like be debating which movie is better. I didn't see the ending of mine. But man. you didn't see the ending of yours, <laughs> and mine was so fucking long. Um, so I know the way we're going to do this next week is going to be a little different. We're both going to watch. Um, we're both going to watch each other's movies. Facts. This way we can poke holes in the movies, and it'll be more of an actual argument more mm. than me just describing what the movie is and you describing what the movie is. Facts. 
So that should hopefully work out better. We're kind of testing things out, you know. We're still new here. We're just dipping our toes in, baby. Only episode two. Um, this one's a lot longer than the first episode two, so hopefully you guys like that. The water's warm, baby. Mm, it's getting <laughs> creepy over here. Why are you moving closer to me, man? <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, like to thank you guys for joining us to second episode. Arigato. We'll see you guys next time. As they say in Mexico. Adios, as they say in Japan. That was a long ass outro. (laughs)